A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Good morning, Captain Kirk Waltz. Good morning. Good morning, Logs via phone. Chris Wayne spinning the hits. You betcha, baby. Yep. Yep. And um, wow, I just got to bring this up, not to bring this down to start the show, but one of my heroes died yesterday, man, Jimmy Buffett. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear that. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yep. 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 Man, just. uh, Wow. Terrible. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I knew that he had been sick, you know, but, uh, man, what did he have? Uh, they didn't disclose Jeff and, um, he, he, he's been sick for a year, you know? Mm-hmm. So, wow. um, but, but yeah, he, he, he passed away yesterday and, um, well, we'll, we'll be sorely missed. You know, that's, uh, well, obviously, <laughs> you know, Jeff, even growing up in, in Virginia, I'm sure you listened to Jimmy Buffett, you know, but. But being, oh, everybody did. Yeah, I mean, here's, here's the thing. Yep. He caused more people to drink, maybe, <laughs> than any other artist in the history yeah. of music. Yeah, Mar- Margaritaville, baby. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. But, but, yeah, made sure that nobody drank and fought. That's right. Yeah. It he was, was, yeah. It was yeah. Never, never an angry drunk. Oh, he was a mellow guy. Yeah. I mean, all he preached was, was love, peace, joy, and being mellow. You yeah. Know? Walking around in his flip flops and taking it easy. I mean, a, a pirate. Pirate looks at forty is still. Oh, it's a great song. I mean, man, what a what an unbelievable song. When I was date Kate in like seventy four or seventy five, we were living in Cocoa Beach, and she came to me one day, and we were just boyfriend girlfriend, and she goes, "I'm going to Orlando to a concert at a church." And I said, "For who?" She goes, a "Guy named Jimmy Buffett." And I'm like, "I ain't never heard of him." I ain't, I ain't going. I'm not going. I'm not going. Right. And so she and uh, one of her girlfriends and one of our friends, his name was Coconut. They drove to Orlando. Uh, if your name's of Coconut, co- of course it was. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Was was Coconut a guy or a girl? No, he's a guy, and 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 he loved to drink. All right. So I, I got I got to know how in the hell do you get a name or a nickname by the name of Coconut? Everybody called him Coconut. You know, I never I never knew. I never asked. 
You know, How you, do you not ask that question? Don't yeah. ask, don't tell, man. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you, you know? Do, you, do you walk up and introduce yourself as Coconut? He he was suffering from a little PTSD. He'd gone to Vietnam and come back. Ah, okay. And so he, he, you know, he was uh, oh he was drowning okay. his sorrows I, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I but, get it. But now. to get this whole thing, they they go to go to this concert, and she comes back and she goes, "I got this album," and he was selling them for a dollar. No like, kidding. A dollar? She goes, "Yeah," and and the show was a dollar, and I was like, "Great." I said, "Well, is it good?" She goes, "It's, it's unreal." And she put it on the uh, the, you know, the record player. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, the old vinyl, the, rec- the record, player. yeah, the record player. <laughs> put the <laughs> album on the record player, man, and we listened to it. I'm like, oh. well, then those days we didn't have air conditioning, and we didn't have TVs. All we had was record players. You know, oh, we listened funny. to the album. I'll never forget it. You know, it was A one A. Yeah, his, wow, his first album, A one A. Yep. I'll never forget you know, one of the cool one of the cool things that that is out nowadays in pretty much every store. It's retro stuff, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you got the old album covers with the classic bands, you know, Chris, all the Boston, Led Zeppelin, you know, Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it seems like every Walmart, every Target, every kind of thrift store has those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And one of the coolest shirts I ever saw, and this relates to records. Do you remember when you got a 33 and you had to put that little thing in the middle? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a piece of plastic. Yeah, the 45 had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. for the little 45. Was the yeah, that was for the hole. That's right. Yeah, that was for the big hole. Right. Yep. Yeah. There was a shirt, and it just had the, the imprint of that. And it's amazing how, how few of uh, the younger generations today, they have no idea what that thing is. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. absolutely not. No, no, no clue. They don't even but, know what a record player is. But it means but here, so much. It means so much to us. Oh, absolutely. But here's my question, Chris: Why did they make that album or that record different, a different hole, to where you even had to use that in the first place? You know, I, I don't, I don't know. But what I do remember, what I do remember, the record players of old uh, had. Uh, when they started making 45s, um, they had this, the home record players. Now, I'm not talking about jukeboxes, which I think this, I think that's the reason why those holes are bigger. Oh, that makes sense. Is for the jukebox. Yeah, there was a okay. machine that picked it up and, yeah. and played it, and the, and the, but the 45s why not were the stacked pick straight it up, up. With the small hole, though. I mean, that's. You know, it I, doesn't make any sense. I, 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 I'm just guessing that that's just because of the way they're manufactured. But I remember, yeah. I remember that with the um, with the home record players, they had uh, it. It wasn't like the record players that we have now, where you could just put one record on it. Like, like you had a long stem where you could stack records on okay. it. Oh and, yeah. Yeah, and the 45s they had a big plastic piece that you could hook up there and you could stack like six 45s on top of each other. And and okay. I yeah, yeah, I'm thinking that was part of it too. Yeah, we had one where you could put like three or four albums on there. And, yeah. And and just let them go. Huh. And they play play forever. The good old days. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, except when it malfunctioned and it would drop two or three at a yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, and, and then it would scratch it. Yeah, yeah. it didn't work so well. <laughs> yeah. Not so good. Yeah. I remember. So anyway, hey guys, uh, event eventful week, and I, you know, we were all texting, yeah, and uh, kind of waiting to see what was going to happen with Idalia, right? I yeah, that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, and uh, you know, of course, everybody is watching the weather and trying to figure out what's going to happen. Are we going to be 
at risk in Jacksonville, et cetera. And then as uh, the storm started getting closer, the path just decided, you know, the, the spaghetti models all started to get pretty tight and everybody had an idea where it was going to go. And we knew that Steen Hatchie was going to be literally right there at the eye or close to the eye, which we were all over there this past summer and had a great time and got friends over there. And I've got family over there and, and obviously was very concerned about that and was texting my cousin Carlene and her husband, Daryl and all my, my other cousins there. And, uh, boys, they got the whip. I know they did. Yeah, they got beat pretty bad. They, uh, they we, got the whip. We saw, I watched Fox weather last night. I told Kevin around eight o'clock and Jody was on TV last night and they showed the restaurant. Who's part owner in uh, Steen Hatchie River Club, who's right. obviously one of our main sponsors. And they were over there trying to clean up, and you could tell he was he was pretty washed out. Yeah, I, I was texting with my cousin Carlene to find out what they were going to do, you know, where were they going to go, and they needed any help, and, you know, I mean, whatever. And they d- ended up staying until the last minute, and I was like, look, you guys got to get out of there, and I don't, I mean, I'm, Sure, they made the decision on their own, but they finally did leave, and then they went. They went back literally the day after it kind of went through, mm-hmm. you know, because it went through there pretty quick. Yep. Yeah. And when they came back, fortunately, they didn't have any significant damage. I mean, they had enough damage, but nothing major, you know. Right. Yeah. It wasn't like a tree fell in the middle of the house or anything like that. And she texted me this, which I thought was was wow. It made me think wow. She said, quote, I've never seen anything like it. I was here during the storm of the century in 1993, and this is worse. Mm. How about that? Yeah, I know. I know. I um, I talked to Gerald Thompson, you know, who who lives there. Yeah, he stayed there. He stayed. He did. He, him and his father-in-law stayed, and and, uh, and, and he's like, dude, I, I'll never do that again. <laughs> you know, he said it's the scariest thing I've ever done, which obvious, you know, but – he actually watched that storm surge come in, and and he said it was it said it was like a tidal wave when it came in when it broke through. He said it was unreal. Um, yeah, yeah, I stayed through that. I, I just I can't. I ain't no I can't way. Imagine that. No, yeah. me, me neither, buddy. Uh, you know, I'm I'm the worst. I mean, seriously, if if I see something out four or five days, I'm batting down the hatches, Jeff, and I'm leaving. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I, I just, um, I don't, uh, you know, we've all sat through what we consider hurricanes, but we've never sat through a direct hit like that, no, you know, no. and, and that's, um, I mean, our, our, my, my hearts, my prayers, everything for those, those folks over there, you know, and I, and I told Gerald, just like you said, you know, anything that we can do with the outdoors show or whatever, you just let us know, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh. She talked to my cousin Carlene. Talked to some of the people that uh, are working on getting the power back, and they said it could be weeks. You know, yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, they're basically running a generator, you know, for for a while. And I don't know how much longer they're going to have to do that. And I know there's a lot of people working incredibly hard to kind of get everything back up and running. But I mean, some of that damage goes, you know, Perry to Cedar yeah. Key, Steen Hatchie, Kirk. Uh, how did Fargo fare? Uh, you know, pretty good actually. Uh, so, you know, we had quite a few down trees on our property. Uh, the house didn't take a lick at all. Um, you know, but, uh, coming into the gate, we had two or three down trees yesterday. We had to cut those out of the way 
before we could even get through the gate. Some big big pine trees, a fat whole fat lighter tree fell in in across the road, which is really nice because <laughs> there we'll, you got fat lighter for we'll, the winter. We'll burn that sucker up for the whole winter. Uh, we had to use a truck to drag that thing out of the way because it was just so heavy and you couldn't cut it with a saw. And I think we probably uh, Chad Starling went along and helped me, and I, I would guess we probably cut ten or twelve trees, Ooh, big wow. big trees up to get them off the road so we could get through uh, the property. And Will Ficklin came by and. and Will had gone from living in the camp house with his wife. Um, they moved to Valdosta, I guess, so he could be more centrally located and she could be in a little bit more of a, uh, you know. And, and, and by the way, you just don't think about a hurricane in Valdosta. No. You know, I mean, but. So, but last it, thing it, it, he ever thought of, yeah, I guarantee you. Yeah, you know, you're 150 miles inland or whatever it is. You know what I mean? But damned if they didn't get it. He said they took a pretty good lick. It uh, said a tree fell on, fell on the barn, but the horses weren't in the barn. Um, they lost power, had a couple trees down. He said they actually fared pretty well, but he said the, the community took a pretty good lick, mm. you know, pretty good lick. They had power out and they said it might be a little while before they got it back on. Yeah, I was. Now, was was that a storm, like still a hurricane when it reached up into that part of? How yes, far it was a cat one. Yeah, happen? it was, it, it was a cat one when it went across Waycross. Yeah. Cat one okay. all the way to Waycross. Yep. Um, wow. Yeah, wow. Exactly. Then, then one of our members, Chip Umstead, he lives over in Live Oak, and I, I stayed in touch with him all day Wednesday, off and on, and wanted to make sure they were they were okay yeah. and asked him if they needed anything. I'd be happy to come over and help or do anything he needed. And He said they were fine. He said they lost some trees on the property, um, lost power, but, you know, they were okay, you know. Yeah, I drove through Waycross uh, Thursday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seemed to be okay, and people moving around. And uh, they, I know that there was a lot of utility trucks that were convoying up and down the road. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they were working in that area or if they were headed in the because I was passing them as they were going the other way. So I was headed north. And a lot of those trucks were headed south. I don't know if they were headed down toward Dean Hatchie or if they were just doing work in the area. But uh, yeah, I mean, I know like up here, which. You know, where I'm at now is almost near Dublin at the farm. And we had, I think, five inches of rain. And, you know, other than that, I mean, a few small limbs and debris down and maybe a, an occasional tree that was kind of weak might have fell. But, you know, other than the rain, I mean, everything up here is, is okay. Yeah. But, man, five inches of rain in, I want to say, Gosh, a short period of time, you know, maybe in four hours, something yeah. like that. Yeah, we had we had eight inches in six hours. Wow. Yep. Yep. We had, and we had more than us. And, and yeah. Fargo, yep. Fargo didn't get it, but about an inch. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. But if, if you looked at that radar on that side of the storm, it the the, the wet uh, the wet side, whatever you want to call it, that was right over Jeff and I's property. I mean, mm-hmm. and it. It started the, the northern side. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. It, it started Jeff around eight o'clock. I, w- I was talking to Mike Wingo because he, you know, he lives there now, yeah. and um, and he said, you know, sustained times at forty to fifty mile an hour winds and and raining just sideways uh, until five p.m. Mm. You know, Ooh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, it was. That's a that's a tough lick, man. Yeah. yeah, I was I was sitting there going, all right, well, you know, I was planning on, I was in communication with, uh, there's a place that we get a lot of fertilizer and seed from, which is in McRae, and it's called Griffin's Warehouse. 
you know, this is the time of year, you know, you start to get the food plots ready and get ready to plant for, for hunting season and everything. And, and so I kind of had all those guys ready to go, you know, for yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I said, Liam, well, let's just, you know, I'll talk to you. You know, the guy's name is Clint. I'm talking to Clint. And I said, hey, Clint, you know, I said, any chance you'll maybe get fertilizer on Friday? And he said, yeah, 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 we can do that. And I said, I know we got, you know, this system coming. I said, you know, I'll talk to you on Thursday and kind of get an idea of, you know, whether we can do it or not, you know, based on the amount of rain, you know, because you can't, you know, can't try to bring a fertilizer truck in and drive on a field that's a mud hole. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, after, after it went through on Wednesday and you know, talking to, uh, Gerald up here and I, he's like, told me the amount of rain that they had. I'm like, well, there ain't no chance of getting trucks in the field, you know? So, uh, so I ended up canceling that, but you know, I was you know, yesterday, I sent you guys the picture. I was in a field with the tractor and the, and the Harrows. And mm-hmm. this is a place called the Hilltop and the Hilltop is on a hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, it's a wet hill now yeah well i i did i did two fields you know that were that were fine you know no problem and one of them is a real sandy field and the other one is up on a knoll and i didn't subsoil it and i figured i'd be fine and the hilltop man i i was cruising through that thing yesterday and i sent you guys the pictures mm. man i i sunk a four-wheel drive john deere now oh yeah. All the way up to the frame. Yeah, yep. that big bat wing hang hanging on the back of it. Uh, well, that's a that's a big old set of Harris. Yeah, and uh, that's about a, a ten and a half, eleven foot set of Harris on the back, and and so uh, yeah, I mean, once it started to go down, then we tried to pull it out with the tractor, and the Harris still on it, and then just sunk it deeper. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh yeah, yeah. Shovel yeah. time. Oh. <laughs> Uh, did you have to get the board out? Loader. Uh, you had to get some more chain and some more, uh, some more straps to kind of get the uh, the other tractor up on the hill to get a little bit better traction. But yeah, sunk that tractor pretty good. That's about the third time I've ever done that. Yeah. How, how many people did it take to get it out? Me and Gerald got it out. Oh wow. We got it out, but uh, man, I can tell you one thing: when it's hot oh. and you got a shovel and you're standing in muck and your boots are getting sucked in mm-hmm. that that sucks yeah sucks. <laughs> i know uh we were cutting trees in twelve thirty. i i looked at chad and i said look i am spent done i mean there was no breeze back in those trees right. we're cutting those big pine trees and you know they're heavy and full oh. sap and you're like ugh, like oh my gosh i'm done yeah we're not getting any younger no i'm yeah. just no uh-uh no, Close. one of the greatest things that i ever bought for this farm is when I bought when I bought I bought that John Deere tractor that I sunk yesterday, and it's a it's a it's a ninety horsepower four wheel drive tractor, and it's a small small frame tractor, so it's got a lot of a lot of power in a small frame, and it's got a front end loader on it. And when I bought it, there's a place down in Palatka that sells these grapples, you know, these things that basically you can go up to a dead tree in the road, and you just basically use the grapple and grab it i Mm -hmm. mean it's like a like a big set of tongs you know right and you can grab things and pick things up and yep and you can pop stumps up and pick up you know it's a rake you know it's like a rake with it has a a thumb to it right man kurt when you got one of them the amount of legwork or should i say physical work that you have to do with a chainsaw and moving stuff that boy it does save yeah 
it's, a, it's definitely working smarter and not harder. Yeah, we uh, we actually have one of the, the tractors that uh, Chip has has that on there. And, you know, I don't know. We just didn't have it on the property yesterday, so. Oh, oh. Yeah, it would have been oh, good, but no. yeah, we just you know we just toughed it out. Yeah, I um, I I feel lucky too. You know, it, it, and I don't know if you remember, um, talking about that the uh, the microburst Jeff that came through my property on Father's Day weekend and knocked all my power lines down, and and I, yep. and, I, I and I was there, and I was like, holy! I mean, this I I don't I've never seen anything like this. The trees were sideways, but. But it basically knocked all my weak trees down. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it that yeah. that that particular micro burst, and and um, so I, I did have the property. Mike Wingo went over and inspected it on on, on Thursday morning, and uh, still had power and no trees down. So Oof. I felt felt very fortunate. You That's know? probably because they put yeah. new wire up on those poles too. You know, well, it, and like I said, that when that microburst came through, it 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 knocked down so many of those weak trees. Mm-hmm. And 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 Jeff will Jeff will tell you this too. When, a lot of times when you burn, <clears throat> it continues to burn inside the tree. Right. So <clears throat> you do get weak trees. Right. You know, and uh, it it whatever whatever had burned and made weak. Um, that microburst mm-hmm. knocked them down. So, it, and like I said, I, I I feel like that's part of it anyway because I had a bunch of trees down yeah. from that that ten minute storm compared to what we had, you know, on on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we were talking about this too. It's a miracle nobody died in that storm. Oh, it's amazing. Our governor did a great job. I mean, he prepped, yeah, he did. He, what a miracle. He, he he prepped people. He prepped the state. He's organized and uh, good for him. Good you for know, and, and here, let me just let me just add this: anybody that thinks that he he didn't do a good job, take the politics out of it. Absolutely, take the politics out of it. This isn't you know, this isn't yeah. has nothing to to do with politics. If you watched him and listened to him, I mean, it, it, that's why that's one of the biggest reasons nobody died. Yeah, you know, that's yeah, right. he's Thank on. Thank goodness. It. Yeah, he's yeah, on. Yeah, he was he was on it. You know, and President DeSantis did a good job. <laughs> There you go. I don't care what party he's affiliated with. He did a great job. Yeah, he did. All right, let's let's uh, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. If you want to give us a call, 641-1010. We'll be right back. Awesome. Welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And uh, if you need a dock, bulkhead, CH Marine, CH Marine.com. Great people, give you a great price, do a great job. And uh, again, if you go look at their website and see the docks and stuff that they build, bulkheads, whatever you need, work of art. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that there's, there's uh, some, some damage out there. From the storm this 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 week, Jeff, even even in uh, you know in, in northeast Florida, so yeah, the uh, the rotation of the storm, which most people know, is counterclockwise. Right. So, so I remember years ago when we had, I believe it was Matthew that went right up the coast, and Matthew gave us a uh, northerly northwesterly wind when 
you know, when I was living on the river and it, it wiped out, I want to say like every dock on the Eastern side yep. of the river. And then like the net was it the next year or the two years later that Irma ran right up the state. I thought it was the next year. I thought it was the following year. Yeah, it was. I think it was. Yeah. So I, so I had me and my dock got completely wiped out and all, all the neighbors docks were, were for the most part wiped out. And so, you know, we all rebuilt and, uh, unfortunately that stuff is not covered by insurance. And so then the next year when Irma starts coming, we're like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, I just feel spent a ton of money on rebuilding the dock and right. And here it comes and it runs right up the middle of the state. Well, this time the eye stayed to the West. And so the winds were easterly and southerly mm-hmm. and, and because I, you know, have a little bit of protection from what, or had protection from being on that eastern bank of the river, and then on the northern side of a point. I mean, literally, I didn't even have any waves. Right. But the mm. the do- the dock was underwater because with that easterly flow, I mean, was the water was incredibly hot during Irma because mm. it was pushing all that water in the river, and the 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 entire dock was underwater. Wow. The fish cleaning table on the end of the dock was the only thing that was sticking up above it. And so where the eye is, is always so incredibly important. So with the eye having passed us more to the, to the West and to the North of us, if you had a dock or a bulkhead with Southern exposure or with Southwesterly, Southeasterly exposure, any Southern exposure, I'm sure you got some damage. And so c yep. man, they do great work. Yep. Yep, yep, they do. All right, um, let's do a weather and a tides, and then we'll go talk to Mullethead. Uh, the weather today is always brought to you by the Bearded Pig, best barbecue in Jacksonville and Jacksonville Beach. Uh, today, northeast winds, 15 to 20. By the way, the small craft advisory is in effect. Um, it, obviously, northeast 15 to 24 to 6 tonight. Northeast winds 10 to 15. Uh, Sunday, uh, northeast winds 10 to 15, and then it's going to start backing off on Sunday night at east at 5 to 10. Monday, East at 5 to 10, seas around 4 feet. Tuesday, east, 5 to 10, 3 to 4. Uh, southeast and northwest on Wednesday, which is uh, which is kind of nice. And they're only calling for five knots on Wednesday. Uh, and, and I know we're going to talk about the tides, and it's very important because, Jeff, there we've got like six-foot six, six tides this weekend, correct? Uh, I think you're right. I think, yeah, you got five, six uh, with the wind and yeah. all. Yeah, it'll push it up. Five, yeah. six. Yep. Yeah. So you got you got uh, you got Martian season starting this weekend, Jeff. So there's a lot of people that are going to be out and about. Okay. Well, the uh, I can tell you with that northwesterly wind, what's the temperature going to do? Yeah, that's what that's kind of what I was. I, I know it's supposed to be really nice up there this weekend. Well, it, I mean, right when I when I got it this morning at uh, about six o'clock and and let Merle out, it was sixty three degrees on the porch. Oh, nice, oh, nice. Yeah. So right now, according to my little app, it's saying seventy, but it's not. It's not seventy. It's still in the sixties right now. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. What what time are our tides? Uh, you've got uh, this tides brought to you by Angie Sub, the greatest sub shop out at the beach. And thanks, Ed, for all you did during the storm stuff. I was pretty admiral of you. Um, you got a high tide. Well, tell Kirk, to Kirk, tell people what he did because you know on Wednesday he closed up, but he didn't close up. No, he, he didn't. He stayed. He actually, Ed went to the to the shop and uh, 
was actually making subs for the first responders. Mm-hmm. So he donated his time, his money, and his goods to the first responders that wanted lunch. And actually, he stayed open Tuesday late till 4 o'clock so people could get their last grub on before he closed up. So I, I thought that was quite quite nice. Well, and, and he also did a big charity event for one of the beach community members, uh, which was just huge at Flies Ties. And he pulled all that together. And, Ed, kudos to you, buddy. Um, yeah, he does a good job. You do a lot of good charity work for our community, and we're very, very grateful of it. But uh, low tide at 440 this morning, and you've got a high tide at 1112. And with what Kevin said, with the wind blowing, the you've northeast. got you got two storms out in the, in the Atlantic right now pushing up a swell. You know, you're, And I heard it from the house this morning. It's got to be four to six feet. So you're looking at a 5.6 at what they're calling – I'd add a foot to that. Oh, absolutely. I'd say six six. Yep. Easy. Yep. You know? Yep. Good like I said, good 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 weather for Martian hunting. Yep. You know, it may be it's probably gonna be too high, Jeff. To floodfish. To, to floodfish. Yeah. You can catch it on an early rise. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Follow it up yeah, like you yeah, did. Yeah, you yeah. and I did it. Yep, that's right. Go all the way to the tree line. <laughs> I still I told Steve Muller about that the other day and he goes, Really? I said Kevin and I were walking in the woods off two oh six, yep, catching redfish um, among the oak oak trees yeah, the acorns i said there's acorns floating on top of the water he goes you're kidding i said no i swear we were in the woods looking at each other going this is nuts i mean it was so, crazy. so with this uh with this wind that mm-hmm. we're gonna have okay northeast i mean does this this is our first true full-blown northeast yes. correct yes okay so game planning here okay because everybody wants to know okay What's going to happen with the fishing? What's going to happen with this mullet migration? Uh, the so mullet. the wind's going to blow like crazy. I mean, I'm looking at it just from an inland standpoint all the way through this weekend, and then it's going to turn easterly on Monday. So when's the day to fish? Monday, Tuesday, so, Wednesday, all the above? So so I, I, I talked to Prosser about this when I did my fishing report yesterday morning. Um, and the, the, if, if I wanted to fish today, the wind wouldn't deter me, all right. I would, I, I'd got, I'd go. I mean, if if I was like, man, you know, well, I can tell I, you right now, I mean, you could, you could tuck in. I mean, for for us, Jeff, you could tuck in behind Porpoise Point. Um, you could tuck in, you know, around the Bridge of Lions. I mean, there's a lot of places you can get away from a northeast wind, and the fishing should be spectacular. And I can tell you right now, the mullet run is on full swing. Well, see, out of I, I haven't been all week, and I haven't gotten any reports. That's, the millions. Okay. Well, they're, they, I, I'd, I'd I think go. the mullet are coming out of everywhere, yep. and it's unbelievable. Yep. I mean, just shoals and shoals of them. Uh, Spencer Brogdon, who I'm friends with on Facebook, posted a picture from the Jack's Beach Pier. And you could just see mats oh, okay. of finger mullet going down the beach. And, and Jeff, here here's the deal: you you got to have light rods, you got to have medium rods, and you got to have tarpon rods. Yep. You got you got you, you got to go prepared because a mullet runs the best, man. And 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 by the way, uh, I know northeast winds it stinks, but man, those fish get so fired up. Well, I'm telling you right now, wind. the the mango snappers. Or WAO. Oh, it's 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 and been, I mean it, nice ones. It's unbelievable in St. Augustine. The, the I, I went out. I you know I didn't call y'all last Saturday because I was in the middle of something, uh, going to soccer games that Maddie was playing in. Had his pom poms out, Jeff. Yep, had my pom poms oh, out. And the cowbell. And, and the cowbell. cowbell. Yeah. yeah. No, we had the flugelhorns. Flugelhorns. They Whoa. gave out the flugelhorns, man. I, okay. <laughs> those things are great. Yeah. Hey, I, I don't mean I, to interrupt you. Let's let let's get Mullethead in here. And and, uh, and and then we'll continue because I want to hear about the soccer. What's up, Mullethead? Good morning, fellas. You headed north. I am. 
I am I am between Folkston and Waycross. Uh, there you go. Dragging the trailer back up it, there. Yeah, he, I'm thinking. Got 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 the trailer in tow, going to get it set up. He's hunting with us this year. Oh, good. Yep. So he's got his power pole yep. set up and uh, headed up. Yep. It, it's uh, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work yep. your rear end off this weekend. All right. So that, uh, Mullethead, I know that uh, I, I texted you <laughs> earlier work. week. Hold on, hold on. Jeff's trying to ask you a question. Go ahead, Go Jeff. Ahead. So I yes, uh, I texted you earlier this week because uh, I know that uh, you're a you're a big fan of Steen Hatchie. You and your wife spend a ton of time over in Steen Hatchie. You guys keep a trailer over there. You spend a lot of weekends over there. Uh, the conversations that you've had with a lot of your friends that are over there. What 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 have you been hearing from them? Yeah, I kind of didn't hear the last part. Uh, so, so he's yeah. he, so so he asked he asked Paul. He said, "What you know? What what have you been hearing? You spend a lot of time. You and Annette spend a lot of yeah. time in in, in Steenhatch. Yeah. You, you keep your RV over there. Uh, what what is the word that you've heard? Um, you know, like you were saying earlier, they 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 took a really really good lick. Yeah. Um, you know, the the Steenhatch River Club Marina, Steenhatch Marina, they had the had the camera up on top and somebody was up there i don't know if they were working it remote or whatever but they would pan back and forth and you know we we watched that that store that storm surge come in and it's like holy cow yeah i mean it come up quick and and yeah it it uh they they got a lot of water and they got a lot of debris and they got a lot of you know there there's a lot of damage over there and i and i follow a lot of a lot of different things on on facebook and social media over there with, with friends of ours and and you know, Steenhatch River Club and, and Sea Hag and stuff like that. One thing that I've seen over the last couple of days is the that that whole community has really come together and people and, and we're not alone. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of people that spend the whole summer over there. Right. And man, they 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 have got volunteers out in the Wazoo. There's people that are out there cooking. There's people that are bringing pallets and cases of water and food and 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 there's a couple of families over there that are that are you know they they've got their grills and their griddles set up and they're feeding everybody um you know it, it a, a lot of stuff took a lot of damage um talked to a friend of mine last night that they're starting to get power back pretty you know pretty quickly right um uh, you know it, it's going to take some cleanup but man that's 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 a that's a strong little town it is and, a strong uh, town. They're, You're right. They're, they're, they're making a lot of progress. Um, you know, and unfortunately with something like this, uh, you know, there, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be some bad mixed in with them. Uh, a friend of mine called me last night and they, uh, the, uh, state police, county police and FWC had a, had a, had a truck pulled over with a yard trailer, um, that, Yes, those guys were in there do up to no good, and they they were they were cuffed and stuff. Yeah, they were looting. Um, they were looting. Oh. Yeah, they, exactly. They had rented a truck exactly. and were looting. Man, and you know what? Yep. You, you know what the governor yeah. said? You loot. Yes, I, that was, we shoot. That was my next point. He <laughs> said that that this community is a very strong Second Amendment community, and you just don't ever know what you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> good. You know, I mean. It, yeah, you do know, to take advantage yep, of yep, people yep. That, that have just been through that is, is that's sick. despicable. Yeah. It's despicable. It's despicable. Yeah. On, it really is. On the 
on the flip side of that, though, yeah, we were over there last weekend. Uh, it was our last weekend for 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 going after the scallops, you know, because you know, so somebody wants to have a work weekend on Labor Day weekend, which I'm good with. I'm all right with it. Um, but man, we just whacked the scallops. Um, we yeah, we we had we had our limit. Um, I had five people on the boat. We had we got our our ten gallon limit. No kidding, in about. 35 minutes and they <laughs> wow. were all and, and 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 the shells were all pretty much well not you jeff because you've got really big hands but you know us normal people uh you know the, the shells were about the size of the palm a little bit smaller than the palm of my hand wow those uh, are good ones those yeah. are good ones yeah yes they are very good they are very good all right buddy well listen uh, dri- drive safe it, thanks for the update and uh, we'll we'll, yep. we'll we'll see you this afternoon yeah, I'll see you here in a little while, Kevin. Y'all have a good one. All right, buddy, you too. Let's take a quick break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. If you want to give us a buzz, 641-1010. We'll be right back. Have you ever had a cheeseburger in paradise, Kirk? I've had quite a few, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, folks. Welcome back to the Nimnik Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Um, we were just talking a little bit of hurricane, a little bit of uh, weather, and, and I just got a text from Clay Phillips, uh, Kevin, and and he sent me a picture, Jeff, uh, or vi- actually a video of Colin out on the waterway yesterday, I guess, fly fishing on the flood tides. Okay. It's a cool video of him hooking a redfish up in the grass. Uh, nice. I'll, I'll share that yep, with Chris, yep. and hopefully we we'll post that up. I don't think he'll mind. But that's I'll one mind. of the things you can do in some of this. <laughs> that's, I mean, that, that's some of the fishing you can do in this type of, uh, of weather that we're getting right now with yeah. these northeast winds. I, I, to- totally agree, Jeff. It's, it's kind of, uh, you know, you have to change, change gears. You know what I mean? It's, you really it's, do, because we're just, going from offshore fishing. Right. You got to focus on yeah, the inshore take, fish. Take 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 the downrigger off the boat. You know, put the kingfish rods away. Um, put the tarpon rods on the boat permanently for the next six weeks, and uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a great time of year to fish. Well, and and you know, we just hit the last big blue moon, what mm-hmm. they call the blue moon of August, and that's typically when we first see the the big migration of bull reds into the river. Right. I've, I, yep. And with this push of cooler water in. I think it's just going to make it that much better. Yeah. I mean, I know when I fished, the last I fished was last Wednesday, and then we went out of town to, to go to uh, uh, Tampa to watch Maddie play soccer. The water temperature was 82, 83 degrees. Yeah, that's good. And the divers were reporting a, uh, a cooler influx of, I think I shared that yeah, with you, you guys. Did. you did. A cooler influx of water that had pushed in with all that southwest wind. We had that little rollover effect that Dr. White talks about. That all that did is help the inshore fishery. Yep, agreed. A bunch, you know. Agreed. All right, let's uh, let's go talk to uh, Leon this morning. He's been hanging on. Good morning, Leon. Morning, Kevin. How are you, buddy? Morning, sir. You almost escaped it. (laughs) Very nice, Chris. Very nice. You gotta send him a gift or something like you know, that. You know, soften him up. Leon, you lose one bet your entire life. I know. It, 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 it's 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 it, you never live it down. It's, it's the way he lost it. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. What, what was that, Jeff? 
That's not the only loss in his life. Well, guys, come on. It's it's the worst. Okay, because you lost against Shank. That's me. Shank. Yeah, and he won't stop talking yeah. about it. That's, That's right. the bad thing about it right there. I mean, it's going to go wear it yeah. out. He, Scott. he framed that 100 yeah. hung it on his wall. Yeah, he did. Was it $100? Yeah. It was. Was it really? Yeah. Leon. Hey. Go big or go home. Yeah. And I, uh, you went home. I went home without $100. <laughs> I didn't even catch a damn fish that day. That was, oh, that's what made that's it worse. That's even worse. Man. That's like insult to injury. It worse. Yeah. Oh. That, was a, that was a brutal day. Matter of fact, I had a ECS Joey Broussard, the great one, yesterday in the boat with me. And we happened to bring that up. We were like, God, do you remember that time we got beat by Scotty? And I'm like, <laughs> Why did you have to bring that up? Man? Yeah, really. Can we talk about <laughs> something else? Just, right. Yeah, let's talk about anything else. You know? Shut up and catch a catfish or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's good stuff. No, it's been a it's been a slow week for charter captains logs. Um it, it's uh I, I was booked every day this week. Every day canceled. And yep. and now I mean it's just uh it, it, it is what it is, you know. Uh, fishermen and farmers—they got to deal with the weather. That's right. That's right. That's yep. uh, and you guys are talking about how such a great time to fish. I mean, heck, I'd love to fish this time of year too. But man, I, I'm I can't wait to get prepared and ready for hunt season. Yeah, yeah. It was nice you know, being up in the woods yesterday. Really I can't was. wait today. I'm I'm as soon as I can get my wife and my dog loaded up. We're we're headed north for three days. Can't wait. Good to you. Well, Leon, what's going on in the fishing world in your in your life? Well, I'm on Phillips Highway right now, about to go by Kevin's house and pick up my cast net, and I'm heading to Porpoise Point. There you go. Uh, Finger mullet uh, right. Pouring, man. Oh, I can't wait to get that yeah. report. Oh, you know I'm going to be there, baby. I'm going to be right there in the triangle today, so I hope I catch it right. I, I, feel, I feel good about it, so... <laughs> Arm or no arm, I'm going tarpon. <laughs> oh my gosh, you, Jeff, uh, Logs, you 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 do realize that Leon took a header a couple weeks ago. What? I, I did. What? I actually saw the X-rays. He sent me the X-rays, and I got to give Leon credit. He's he's a tough old bird. Now, uh, absolutely. It up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right off the bow onto the parking lot. Are you okay, brother? Broke his Never elbow. Never been better in my life, I guess. <laughs> I wish how did I you had do that? that on video. Oh, how did that happen? Oh, it happened right there at the boat launch, man. I went to put my boat up on the trailer and step off the, the bow, and I put my hand on the trolling motor to step down. I'd be damned if that trolling motor didn't deploy and send me a header right over the front of the boat onto the concrete. Oh, you did, oh so you didn't have the little nut all the no, way down to the bottom. Oh, later no, I didn't. Oh, that's nope. why that's there. That is exactly why it's there. Oh, and Christina would be yelling at you. Oh, man. Oh, mm. Yep. That's exactly. I did not have that collar nut tightened up. Nope. It was still up there at the head. Yep. Whoo, doggy. And, and, I and, mean, and by the way, that might be a ring power tip of the week next week. <laughs> tighten up the collar. <laughs> yeah, that's right. collar nut. What is there it's for? there for a reason, big boy. So you don't snap that thing off when you're running. You, you know what? Here, Here's the deal. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, Jeff. When when I'm in the intercoastal, I don't worry about that knob. 
You know what I mean? Because it's not bouncing. Uh, you know, but but when I'm when I'm in the ocean now, it's a totally totally different story. Uh, you know. But but I mean if I'm if I'm running around Pine Island and you know Shell Bluff and I mean what are you going to do hit a wake maybe yeah. you know yeah I mean but for the most part I don't I don't worry about that knob so I I'm guilty I can, I can promise you that you know but now when I'm in the ocean every time I pull it up I I slide that knob down because you're you know you're taking a lot more waves but, now explain to people what this knob is and what it does it's a collar that goes down the shaft of the trolling motor. And what it does is it allows you to set the depth on the trolling motor. So if you go on a shallow creek and you only want the thing to go down, let's say three right. feet, you lock that collar down. Well, the other thing, it's a good safety mechanism to use when you're running mm -hmm. so that when you do bounce and it happens to just by accident snap out and that's, it happens. And it happens. It, it happens. Yes. And it'll, it'll, that shaft it'll comes flying up there. It'll break that, that head right off that shaft. It'll deploy. Yep. Yeah, I got you. So you're supposed yes, to when you when you're running you're supposed to slide that thing all the way down to the bottom, and then lock uh -huh. it in. Yep. And then when you're done with it for the day and you put it up, you're supposed to slide <laughs> all the way down to the bottom so that when you get off the boat and you grab the trolling motor, you know you don't do the alley oop. It's it's so funny though, Leon. You know we talk about this. We we do this every day. You know this is every this is second nature. I mean you know and 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 when when something like that happens, it, it's it's a total shock. To you, you know, I mean, I, I've told this story too many times, but you know, when I, I I used to step on the wheel on on the old Yellowfin, and then I got the new boat and I stepped on the wheel and and it spun, and when it spun, I took a header just like you did, you know. So God. yeah. Uh, so Leon, when you when you fell, okay, and you're stepping down, did you bounce off the bow and then the trailer <laughs> and then the concrete? How how did that work? I cleared everything. Oh no! Like a big, a big oh. fat flying squirrel, and I, oh. I was that's heading down. A, that's a huge. That's like concrete. a prehistoric flying squirrel, dude. It was the biggest, ugliest, fattest squirrel you've ever seen come off that bow, and I was heading oh, towards no. the ground really fast. And somehow I got my right arm out in front of me, wow. and whoo, doggy! When I hit the ground, and I was in like. You know what? This is a good time that I'm on the radio to say this. Whoever the gentleman was at the boat ramp that found me in the water, and, I, and the first thing I thought was when I was in the water, because I hit the water, but it was only like three inches deep, I'm like, great, I'm going to drown in three inches of water. <laughs> because oh, it hurt so bad, I couldn't even roll over, and I was face down. Oh. And some guy came over and found me. And I want to thank that guy so much. He didn't tell me his name. He just said, you're Captain Dane. I go, yes, sir. He goes, we met once before. And I went, I hope it was on good terms. And you're not going to put my head under the water. Yeah. Who's going to finish me off right here? You're not you one know? of the guys hey, that cussed in the river, are you? Right. We got to get a hold of that guy, see if he got pictures. Oh, gosh, oh, Jeff. That's terrible. <laughs> but you're right. It's surprising you didn't take pictures. <laughs> I, I have a rule with my clients. I tell them, you fall out of the boat, the first thing I'm going to do is Absolutely. take a photo. Absolutely. I tell them the I'll same thing. Yep. 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 I'll take a photo of you first. All right, Leon, you, you be good. All right, boys. I'll get, give you a report here in an hour. Yeah, give it, give, give us give us an update report. I'd be curious to see what the mullet run's doing. All right, let's go from one charter captain to another and go talk to Captain Chip Wingo. Chip! 
Chip. Chip. If you're going to be dumb, you better be tough. That's all I got. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We've talked about those collars on those things forever. It saves your trolling motor from getting beat up and from you slipping on it, but it's all good. We got all one wing out there today. Hopefully he's on a good bite. So one, one wing. One wing. <laughs> yeah. I heard I heard you guys talking about the flood tides. Um, yeah. when it gets really high like this, um Academy Sports sells a collapsing frog for bass fishing. It's got like a uh, little rubber band legs, you know, the little frilly uh, legs that come off of it. Yep. And when it gets super high like this, I love to throw that thing because they, they're slurping. And we call it sharking and slurping when they oh, get yeah. on top of the water. Yep. And they're back out of the water. They could be five feet deep on the edge of a creek line. And that, that frog will cast a mile. But all you do with it is throw If you see one, throw it up ahead of him, switch it once or twice, and then don't move it. And he'll find it. And when he eats it, you got to give it a, a 1,001, 1,002 to make sure he's got those hooks because there's two hooks that are go straight up. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of fun when they slam that thing in the flood, flood grass. So yeah, that, that, that that, is, that's, a, that's a great tip because you don't think about that. Um, you know, you, you so many times people think about, Jeff, when they talk about uh, flood tide fishing, they're thinking tailing reds in a foot of water. But so many times when you're easing up in those creeks, and you've seen this, those redfish will go up. The, you know, the fiddler crabs get on the grass. Yep. And and they'll go up and bump that grass, trying to shake them off. Yeah. And and, and they'll 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 be right on top of the water. Just it it, it looks like you've, you've seen Jeff. You've seen mullet in a school trying to get air before. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what this looks like. Yeah. And and those reds will eat. They're eating everything. They'll eat. I've seen them eat spiders. <laughs> yeah. You know, like uh, grasshoppers, snails, snails. Yep. I mean, it's crazy. Those little rats, they'll eat anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll eat those little mice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know what else they'll eat? They'll eat marchins. I, I don't doubt it. I've, I've seen them. I, I mean, I've, I've, I've cut up, you know, I've cut open trout and redfish and, uh, and, and seen little marchins in there. Yeah, food is food. That's right. You know? Yep. Yep. That's why, like, yep, um, go ahead. I was just saying, I'm about to push off the dock here in, in a minute and it's a little breezy, but I'm fishing for bulls today. So, um, you ought to be around somewhere. Poke, poke yeah, around. You ought to be able to find them, you know? Yeah, they're in the regular haunts right now. Um, that's Kurt, good. They shut up pretty good last week. That's good. I figured so, they would that first moon coming up. It's that, it's that time, you know, and that cool water pushing in. Can, can I ask you guys something? So, whenever you're bull red fishing this time of year, I, I know you're putting stuff on the bottom, um, wallet runs going on. Do you ever put a tarpon rod out? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll put okay. a flat line out. You put a flat line out. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I was just yeah. now. There are certain places you can put it, and it's just not going to do any good. Right. You know. It, but I mean, if you're fishing around bridges and and, and deep deep drop offs and oh, stuff yeah, like that, oh yeah, especially around the rocks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. Plus, the, those big jacks are coming. Through yeah. Too. Love those guys. Well, and the other thing that's just freaking off the chain is the sharks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The bulls and the black tips. I mean, I was losing. I fished the jetties the other day, and I was catching mangoes, and I'd catch one mango and lose three to the sharks. Oh, my gosh. I had Craig Smith in the boat, and, and he and I and Mark, we struggled to put fish in the box because the sharks were so bad. Unreal. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, we've, we've had this conversation for two or three years now, Chip, but they're, they're, they're not getting any better. Yeah, they're definitely going to start having to do some charters for those things, but 
you know, it's like everywhere you turn around, they're all the way up in the intercoastal. Yeah. Caught a small bull shark last week up by the uh, ATB bridge, you know, and it's like they're everywhere. Yeah. You know, little big, they're here. Yeah. So. I, I, caught, I caught a bull shark down by Queens Harbor. Wow. Uh, about a month ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and they're definitely here. People go, there's sharks in here. I go, stick your finger in the water. <laughs> yeah, right. watch those Stay releases, folks. Calm. Watch those yeah. hand releases. Yeah, all right. Be be careful out there today, Chip. It's supposed to supposed to blow pretty good out of the northeast. So, um, yes, sir. You be, guys have an awesome week. All right, buddy. You too. All right, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And when we come back, we got an LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week. Don't go anywhere. Right now, it's time for your LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week. So if you have a job site and you need fuel, lubricants, they can do that. All you got to do is 259-2314. Also, if you're an unbranded convenience store, they can deliver fuel to you and kind of brand you in with all the other stores and get you the correct price at gas. It's ridiculous right now. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) No doubt. Dynamics. Yeah. 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 Uh, so anyway, uh, here's your LV Sorry hires. Sorry for that cough. tip of the week, Captain Kirk. Yeah, it's it's a good one too. A lot of people don't realize this. If you've got if you've got any kind of these small power tools around your house, whether it's a blower, it's a, uh, a hedge trimmer, uh-huh. weed eater, weed eater. Uh-huh. If you've got a chainsaw, if you're using them all the time. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, but if you don't use them all the time and you put them away, what you need to do, like with the chainsaw, Chad and I were talking about this yesterday. When you're when you're done with the chainsaw, dump all the gas out or run it out, mm-hmm. and if there's a little bit left in there, just dump it out and start the chainsaw up and run it dry. Okay. And the reason why you do that is because these these little two strokes use a gas oil mix, right? And if you leave it in the gas tank, it gums up the carburetor. Mm-hmm. Just so, re- so, so, re- are you are you still mixing your oil and gas? Oh yeah. Okay. Because I buy the premix. Yeah. And it's expensive. Yeah. You know, um, it's like twenty two bucks a gallon. Don't get me wrong. Right. But I don't use my stuff enough. Right. To to the point to where I, I'm, I'm now look if I'm a commercial lawn guy or whatever mm-hmm. you know you you're not you're not yeah. gonna go out and buy stuff for $22 a gallon, but I I, I, I do use that premix in, in that way. I don't have to, to worry about that, but that's that's a great tip. Well, and even if you're using ethanol, which you should be using in these little small two-stroke motors, mm-hmm. you know, your, your weed eater, your chainsaw, whatever, you know, it's important to use ethanol gas. And if you, you know, if you're using, uh, excuse me, non-ethanol. Yes. But if you run this gas oil mix in your two-stroke and you do leave it in there, it will gum it up. So what you want to do is you want to just dump it out and run it dry. And, and that way, yeah. the next time you go to pick it up and use it, there's, it'll fire right there, up. There's nothing that worse than pulling a handle like 10 times on a two. Yeah. <laughs> we had that problem yesterday, and Chad's a wizard with motors, and he got it started finally. And it was like, I was getting frustrated, and he goes, let me have that thing. There's your got it going. LV Hires gear tip of the week. I, as usual, right after LV Hires Gear Tip, we go talk to Top Gun. Oh, boy. I'm back. 
What's going on? Good morning, Top Gun. Hey, Lobs. Lobs still Gun. there? Uh-huh. How you doing? Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Good, good. Uh, first of all, I wanted to say Top Gun salute to Governor DeSantis. Um, it's nice to have a governor that seems to care about the people in the state of Florida. Agreed. I think he does care. Yeah. I don't I don't think there's any seams uh, yeah. about it. Really does. Unlike somebody else we know, which I'm not gonna mention any names, but you know who I'm talking about. Anyway, um the hurricane. Uh-huh. Um I'm watching the aftermath of the hurricane and watching Fox News, and they're showing the different places that got hit and everything. And all of a sudden, they showed Steen Hatchie, and I went, oh, my God. Right. There was water. There was water up to the roof of some building there. I I don't know what that. I don't know what that building Yeah, I was. saw that live feed, too. Yeah, yeah. that was hard and, to watch. And there, there, there was a trailer that they said they rent out or something that was turned over out in the road. And then they interviewed this lady, which y'all probably know her. Uh, she said she was a charter captain, that her and her husband lived there. Mm-hmm. And she was talking. She didn't say if anything happened to her boat. But the docks were tore up, and she said this was one of their biggest weekends this yep. weekend, and she had all these charters that yep. she lost. She had to cancel, and just the look on her face <sighs> set it off. Hey, uh, you know, Top Gun, um, just yes, sir. jump in here real quick, and uh, because, Chris, I just sent you a link to YouTube, and Bucky Davis sent us this via Instagram through our uh, outdoor show Instagram account. And this is kind of a compilation video of some of the, I guess, destruction, uh, if you would call it that. When the tidal surge came in the Steenhatchee River, it's video of all of the boats and in the town. That's horrible. It's a cool compilation video. And when you talk about like boats getting lost in the hurricane, this video shows, and I was watching it while we were in the break there, this video shows literally boats and sailboats that are getting swept down the Steenhatchee River with the storm surge. And the crazy part is it's boats and the dock is still tied to the boat. Oh, and so the, the entire wow. dock system literally detached. And so the boat is still tied to the dock, but the dock is no longer anchored to the poles. It's floating with the boat. But I mean, yeah. Check this video out, Chris, if you can put the link up. I mean, it's just, I mean, some of the video is just stunning. Well, it's hard to watch, too, when those poor people's sailboats go under that bridge and it just knocks the mast yeah. off of them and just right. crushes oh, man. them, man. Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, it's well, funny we uh, should be talking about this because when I went to Fort Myers, Kyle took us over to the beach right. last week to show us. He said, Dad, I want to show you something. And we got in his truck and we drove out to the beach. Fort Myers Beach is still destroyed. Yeah. There are condos for miles I mean, I'm talking 15, 20-story condos that are empty, that are uninhabitable, that they're trying to repair. Wow. I wow. Mean, it's for, for miles. I mean, well, those people how, took how, a whip over there, and they're still trying to crawl out from under, what was that, Ian? Ian, yep. It's, it's, it's hard to look at. All the businesses closed and everything. 
it was it was tough to watch, you know. How, how long will it take them? You think at Steen Hatchy to recoup from all this, or uh, it'll take them a couple of years to be, build back oh, up? Oh man, that's tough, man. Well, that's you know, you, you, you've got you've got a close knit community. You've got a, a ton of help coming in. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, 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 they again, what what the governor sent over there. I mean, so. They're already talking about people getting power back. And, and I think that that's probably the number one thing. You get some power back. Right. Then you can start really cleaning up. You know, I mean, let's hope let's hope it's not two years. Yeah. I mean, I mean let's, yeah. Yeah, let, you know. Well, um, I don't know what that, I've never been there, but I've heard y'all talk about yeah. it. And that one building, I don't know what it was. It had a deck around it, like it might have been a restaurant or it something. It was a I restaurant. I don't know, but. But everything inside that place is ruined. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was awful. Hurricanes are hurricanes are no joke. Yeah, it, yeah. I hate hurricanes. I really hate. Yeah, it. I hate it. It's a part, kind of a part of Florida, though. I mean, well, it's part of living live on the coast. Florida, you live on the coast, right. anywhere on the coast, whether it's the Gulf Coast or the Atlantic Coast, you got to right. you got to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. And y'all said something about. I didn't hear anything on the news. I watched the weather last night. When's this Northeaster supposed to start? They didn't say anything about it. That's blowing now. Yeah, it's blowing now. It's blowing in St. Augustine. It's been this blowing morning. for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it's, it supposed to be through the weekend? It or? is. It is. Yeah. It's, it's going to blow through the weekend and then back off uh, like, like Monday evening or something. But yeah. Wow. Right. Wow. I didn't hear anything about it. Yeah. Any, well, any, 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 uh, any memories of uh, Jimmy Buffett, Top Gun? Uh, what's the deal with Jimmy Buffett? Did something happen to him, or is this just some? Yeah, he, he passed, passed away. He, he passed away. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, he passed I didn't yesterday. hear that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, I know that uh, back in the day, and you probably know this, um, <clears throat> because supposedly he tells his story. I never saw him in concert, but... There was a, a place, a little place in St. Augustine across from the fort that this lady owned, and she used to hire entertainment every weekend. And um, she hired this guy, guitar player one weekend and paid him for the weekend. And after he played Friday night, she got her money back for Saturday and Sunday and told him to never come back there. He'd never make it. And it was Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Yes, she was wrong. Huh? I said she was wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was cool. Um, I'm sorry to hear that, that he passed. I didn't know. I I didn't know they passed. But um, I've got a uh, story for you. Okay. This is for the Utes, and it's hard for me to say Utes after Thursday night. Oh, my God, with the Gators. (laughs) Yeah, that was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, that was yeah, not, that was not easy to watch. Oh, Lord. I think I think it's going to be a long season for us. <laughs> it's already fans. been a long season. Yeah, really, and I'm dreading it. Yeah, but anyway, what, happened, this, what happened? What uh, happened on Thursday night? Our our high school football team from Florida showed up. <laughs> What? Right. Yeah. Not good. Right. Yeah. Thursday night lights, baby. Yeah. Thursday night lights. Oh yeah. boy. What, got, what, what was got, the score? A hundred to three, something like that. <laughs> I, it it should have been. 
It was yeah. for real. It, it, it was it was as pathetic of a football game as Terrible. I've ever seen the Bears play. I mean, it, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm just shaking my head, like, really, seriously, Jeff. Have you ever heard of this? I got Top Gun. Just hold on for two seconds. Okay. Okay. You have you stopped them on fourth and three. Mm-hmm. They put the ball to you, right? Yeah. You get it. You got it. First down and ten. Here we go. Oh no. There's a penalty on the field, a five-yard penalty. You know what the penalty was? This was after you got the possession of the ball after the punt. Yeah, it, during, during, during the punt, there was a penalty, a five-yard penalty, which gave them an automatic first down, and they go back down and score. Do you know what the penalty was? Bears. No. No. Two guys had the same number. Two guys, no way. Two guys had number yeah. three. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. That's same that's jersey. Like that. that's, that's Pop Warner stuff, dude. Yeah, yeah, you you can't. You can have you can have guys on the field. Okay, so you can have an offensive three and a defensive yes. three, but you can't have them on the field at the same time. That's that's. No. Yeah, I mean, everybody that's understands that's poor coaching. That rule. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> yeah. rudimentary. There's only eleven guys on the field. Okay, that's football one hundred and one. Yeah, I mean, you're you're looking at this and you're going, hey, uh, excuse me, uh, you have the same numbers as me. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be. On, uh, you got to be kidding me. I mean, yeah, they said uh-oh. they said with all the people on the payroll that they have <laughs> and spotters and everything, somebody should have saw that. Uh, somebody well, should have thought that. Gun, that, that, you know, that. That right there is an example. You probably got two guys that are looking at the depth chart, you know, on the special teams depth chart, and they're looking. Okay, we got all our numbers. Okay, I'm on. I'm on punt team because I'm number three. Okay, so both guys look at it and go, okay, number three is on punt team, so I better be there. So both of them show up. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good so, thinking right it, there. It, anyway, it was uh, terrible. Yeah, so that, what was the final score anyway? 27 to 11. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, Devin Lloyd's happy on that one. Yeah, mm. not a pretty game. Penalty yeah. after penalty. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for bringing anyway, that up, Tom Gunn. I, I've been yeah. in a great mood today. Right. Story for the Utes. Yep. Um, this blonde lived out in the country and moved to the city, and she had never been to a movie. So she saw this movie she wanted to go to, so she goes to the theater, and she buys a ticket. And about two or three minutes later, she comes back to the girl and buys another ticket. And this goes on for about, you know, maybe five or six times. And the sixth time she comes back to the ticket girl, the girl says, uh, how many tickets are you going to buy to see this movie? And the blonde said, well, I thought I only had to buy one. But every time I get over there to that door, that guy over there tears my ticket up. LPS, baby! He <laughs> uh, must have thought about that for a long time. It's uh, not bad. That's a good one. Yeah, I like it. It's clean. Yeah, I like it. We're we're, we're we're, we're we're good with that. We got him working hard. Yeah, I know we do. We got him digging. Don't I love we? it. He's, I love going it. To, he's going to the county library. Yes, yeah. that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, checking out some books. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, yep. uh, Bob Culpa sent us an article, and I think Kirk replied with him uh, with a comment. And it was an article uh, in Saltwater Sportsman, and this is pretty cool because this, the rarity of this happening is neat, and that there was a young man. His name is Hans. Uh, brings okay hans brings from cape cod he caught a tarpon in the surf yep. at nighttime up there yeah 
And I didn't know, I mean, I didn't think Tarpon went that far to the north, right? Well, but, uh, his, not normally, but yeah, that's right. As, as right. Jimmy Triage always told us, there ain't no gates, ain't no gates. No, that's right. So it was it was yeah. August twelfth, and it was in Mashpee, uh, Massachusetts, and the him and his buddies were out there trying to catch sharks at nighttime. And he said he's got a an eleven foot tsunami rod with a seventy five hundred spinning reel, sixty five pound braid. He's got a, uh, a three hundred pound. Uh, a rig was five and a half feet with 300 pound mono fish finder swivel and uh, got like a uh, 175 pound wire with a 12 aught circle hook and a chunk of blue fish. Uh-huh. Okay. And so he lands a shark and then a little while later, he ends up landing this tarpon, which is, I guess, incredibly rare to be caught that far to the north. And so, I, I mean, that's cool, man. That is way cool. So I didn't know this, but uh, here's a little tidbit. They have been caught as far north as Nova Scotia. Really? And Yeah. And New Jersey, actually, they, they have a tarpon category in their state record, and it's held by Jim Klakuwitz. I think you butchered yeah. that one. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, I totally butchered it. It's uh, Klakowitz. Klakowitz. <laughs> Okay, he cut. Here's the funny thing: the record he caught a 53 pounder off of Seabright in 1982. I mean, a 53 pounder—that's like a dink, right? Yeah, that's, to yeah, that's, that, that, that's, yeah, that's a little guy. Yeah, juvenile. So it's, it's pretty, pretty interesting, and they got some great pictures of it. And uh, thank you for sharing that story with us because. Uh, yeah, it's always cool that you get to see something. I mean, just like us. I mean, you know, if, if we catch like a, a ling or something that's you know up north or whatever. Well, you uh, know, I, cool. I, I I um I know we can take a break, but uh, this is like three or four years ago. I caught a cod, and it, it, I've never even heard of anybody catching a cod here. You yeah, know? that was huh. that was, and and dude, that's the nastiest looking thing. You've, I mean, it, I, I didn't even know what it was. I mean, I took a picture of it. You know, I'm like, what is this thing? And then I took the hook out and so kind of shook it off. Yeah, you know, it was like. I don't know, two pounds, Jeff, but yeah, it was a it was a cod, and it was you know during during the winter time, February, right? right. When we were, you know when we love to go sea bass fishing, Jeff, but right. when we used to do that, that doesn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah, no. I, I tell you, you know, like, yeah. he, like yeah. Jimmy All right, let, said. Let, let, let's take a break. We're getting behind, and Chris is getting on my, my behind. I'm so. getting a little antsy. That's right. <laughs> if you want to give us a call here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter, it's six four one ten ten. We'll be right back. I love this song. Yes, sir. Had uh, back in the day when I was doing radio DJ stuff uh-huh. in West Virginia, we would do tailgate parties for Mountaineer games, and so we had this big old tent, and you know, I had hundreds of people in here, and we would play this song, mm-hmm. and everybody in there absolutely would be doing the fins on their head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, drunk as skunks. Yeah, yep. yeah. Go so, Mountaineers. So uh, Lagerman could have used uh, this sponsor yesterday, Coastal Equipment. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Jeff. Appreciate and, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's that little knife in the back? Oh goodness gracious! If you if you missed the very beginning of the show, it, uh, Jeff just had a. And, and and by the way, we've all done it. You know, stuck a tractor yesterday and. and uh, Probably need you ought to, to post that picture on the Facebook page. Uh, we will. So, yeah. so uh, everybody can have I a good laugh. Mis- I admit my mistake. Yep. There's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be posted. And here's the crazy thing, and I almost did this. Yep. Okay. 
Um, there was a video that I saw, and I saw it on Instagram. And, it, and if it didn't work how we were going to do it, because we ended up using another tractor to pull it out after taking off the plow off the back and, and using the front-end loader. So anyway, a combination of the front-end the front end loader of the tractor that stuck itself, and then also another tractor pulling and then digging it out, we were able to get it out. But my next option, there was a video that I saw on Instagram, and I think it was like maybe India or, India or something like that, and this guy had buried a tractor. I mean, buried a tractor. And so they took a chainsaw, and they cut these logs. Mm-hmm. And they the logs were cut to length that were longer than the actual tractor tire. And they used straps to essentially tie them to the rim of the tractor. And so then on both sides, and they put them the exact same spot so that when the tractor now went forward or back backwards, the logs acted like skis, um, so like paddle wheels. So, so, yeah. Jeff, so here, here's um, my story. I stuck Roger's tractor. In, in in the woods, I was I was trying to cut a, a, a lane, a walking lane to a stand, uh-huh. and and it, and it just broke through. I mean, I, I and and this thing went to the axle, and I'm like, oh. I, I'm you know, like you not not quite as big of a tractor, you know, fifty horsepower Kubota, um, and all four tires are spinning. You know, got that. I, I do have the bucket on the front. Tried to put the bucket down. No, it wasn't coming out. Called um, my buddy Terry Myers. And I'm like, man, bring your tractor down here and, and, Drag and, me and out. pull me out. He goes, he goes, no, 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 no. He goes, I'll, 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 I'll get it out. And I'm like, what? He said, I'll get it out. And that's exactly what he did, Jeff. He brought, yeah. he brought two uh, four by four fence posts and chains and and chained them through the rim. And he got yep. that, he got that tractor out. I'll, I'll come right out. Came, came right out. It oh. was that now, was that was my next option was because I I didn't have any four by four posts. Right. I had I had one and another another one that I had was rotted and I was like all right what am I going to do and I said all right so I I actually when we went back I had a chainsaw and had straps and was going to go ahead and cut two pine trees because right next to this field and this mud hole that I got stuck there's some pine trees there you know probably like you know six to eight inches in diameter would have made perfect poles yep. to go to to do that very thing that you're talking about. And uh, so, yeah, so I was actually going to go and do that, but we were able to get it out. But, man, this, that's like the second time that I stuck this tractor. <laughs> um, the last time that I stuck it, I had to have Mr. Emmett pull me out with a bulldozer. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about sticking it now. I mean, I stuck it that did, last time. Did did you did you have to remove the, the, the disc? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what we Which that had, we, to be we, a, that had to be a project in itself. Oh my gosh! Well, we init- we initially tried to pull it all out backwards out of where I pulled into, right? Using another tractor, and we hooked the the straps and chains up to the back of the harrows. And the harrows got wheels, so you can get the harrows up a little bit. Yep. You can't get them all the way out because they were in the mud. So we tried that, and all that did that was work. That was like the, the dumb thing to do. If we had just taken off the plow, pulled the plow <clears throat> out of the way with the other tractor, and then hooked up the tractor, tractor the John right. Deere, we would we would have gotten it out. But we tried to pull it with the plow still attached, and and all that did when we tried to do that, we we just buried the John Deere even more. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it wasn't to the axles; it was literally higher than the axle on the back end of a tractor. And a lot of people don't know this: the engine and everything is the frame. 
of a tractor, essentially. Right. And so it, I had mud all the way. The mud was past the steps to climb into the driver's <laughs> station. Yes, he could walk flat from the ground right onto oh, the tractor. Oh, boy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was flat. The, the picture that I sent you guys, that was before we tried to pull it out. So we buried it even deeper than what that was. So, yeah, it was not a highlight, and it uh, was not a lot of fun. Yeah. And my boots and uh, and my clothes, needless to say, yesterday were extremely muddy and nasty. Ugh. Yeah. You put them outside on a rope and just spray them down with a hose. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, thank goodness, though. I mean, you got somebody else was here, you know. I mean, if I was by myself, I would have probably been doing the old chainsaw and cutting the tree down and making some logs and doing the old trick around the wheel and. But, you know, Kevin, I don't know what I would have done. I mean, I would have had to try to figure out a way. I guess I would have just left. Because if, if I go forward, then I just get into the deeper stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and with the <laughs> plow attached on the back, you're like, okay, what do yeah. you do? Can you drive straight through that with that log technique on the tires? I don't know, but I probably would have been trying it. <laughs> now, can you get? Can you lift the gang harrows with your, with your uh, hydraulics? I mean, you can get them up. But, but not all the way off the ground? Not all the way, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, we had to drag them out a little bit, and then trying to get them hooked back up was was a chore. But I mean, we eventually got it, and you know, thank thank goodness, Gerald was there. You know, with two of us. I mean, you know, we got another tractor to kind of help us kind of do that, and you got the right equipment and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's it uh, wasn't wasn't a lot of fun, boys. Oh, no, I, I, I I I had called Jeff yesterday afternoon just to get caught up, and I'm sure he looked at my phone like, I ain't got time right now, favor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was dealing with that and here's the crazy thing right i mean when you're when you're working you know you kind of got a a schedule in your yep. mind of what you're yep. going to get done mm-hmm. and then when something like that happens oh, it yeah. just totally you know ruins the entire i don't want to say ruins but you know changes the the structure of the day a little bit you know it's a drag it just sucks there's no other way to look yeah. at it it sucks yeah I, but 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 you know jeff honestly your time's limited right now you know what right. I mean? I mean, you needed that, to do. That's why I'm up here right now. I know. I know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Late, late Labor Day weekend. I mean, you got to get it done because, uh, you know, you're basically full time in the football well, for the next five months. And here, here's what helped to bury the tractor. Okay. Because about a week ago, and we talked, we actually talked about this with Dave Edwards when he was on last week. You know, I, I've been subsoiling my fields. Mm-hmm. And so people may not know you see a plow a plow essentially turns the top maybe six to eight maybe nine inches of the soil well a subsoiler which i have on the back of uh, i put on the back of my four-wheel drive tractor it has tines and these tines dig down about 18 inches ballpark Mm -hmm. and so what it's designed to do is to break up this hard pan of soil that can happen after years of planting and, and not subsoiling and the, the natural compaction of the soil doesn't allow the food plots to grow as good. And so you subsoil. Well, when you subsoil, you're breaking up stuff that's 18 inches deep. And then what I've learned, okay, when you get five inches of rain after <laughs> what I learned subsoiling uh-huh. 18 inches deep is that you're going to need a little bit more time to dry out. Like the, the fields that I went to yesterday huh? that weren't subsoiled, no problem. Okay. You know, no, no problem at all. But man, uh, 
this and this is a, again it's called the hilltop it's up on top of a hill so it's not like it's a low-lying field right you know but yeah, uh, yeah. so nothing like burying a tractor i was calling up my guy at the forestry commission, I said, Hey man, you got a bulldozer might need you. And he's like, man, we're out of pocket. You know, we're dealing with storm stuff down in the Southern part of the state. And oh. I was like, all right, we, we got to find a way to get this thing out. John, I, I know <laughs> um, when it was, it was like two years ago, we were cleaning out that old house and I had them deliver one of those big dumpsters. Yeah. And you know, they're, those are big trucks, Jeff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and it, it, the, my power lines, I keep them cleared. I mean, they're, they're beautiful. They're like a lawn, but there's this one little soft spot that when it rains, I don't know why, but it, Jeff, it's just, it, it, it just, it's easy to break through. I mean, Chip Wingo's been stuck there. I mean, but anyway, they delivered the, the, the dumpster. No problem. Mm-hmm. It's dry, you know, and, uh, uh, two weeks later they come back and I'm like, you know, it's, uh, and I, it had rained. And um, he was trying to get to, to the dumpster and stuck that big truck. Mm. Ooh. I mean, and, and now, Jeff, this is, this, is, this is way in on the property. You know what I mean? And so um, they called – these guys have contacts, right? Oh, yeah. They called the, the road guys, the guys that, that, that um, take care of the dirt roads. Oh yeah, and they, yeah, they, they, they bought they they, they the brought this big caterpillar scraper, great all, know, great all yeah. in there. That'll do it. Stuck that? No. Stuck. Oh my gosh. That. How do you unstuck yes, that? Yes. Bu- the only way that the, the next thing comes in is the D, is the D six. Yeah. Wow. And, and, I, and I'm taking pictures of all this. These people stuck everywhere. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they stuck that Not big happy. old thing, man. And when they stuck that thing, I was like, wow, that is a big, big piece of equipment. He tried to go around the dump truck and it went whoop right. It was gone. I mean, it was like wow. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, it was it was uh, it was a re- redneck fiasco. I can I can tell you that. Hold my beer, <laughs> <laughs> Georgia quicksand. Yeah, and 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 this is crazy. All right, at, at one point in time, that they they they, <laughs> I was like, no, we're not going to do this. They were talking about winching it from one of my power poles. Oh, that fall right I'm like, over. what the hell, dude? It's, it, 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 oh, no. Yeah, no, no. You see that 100-year-old pine tree over there? Try to, but my, my, my power pole? That thing will snap like a oh, yeah. twig. Oh, yeah. pull all the yeah. power lines yeah. down with it. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was funny. But, yeah. I, by the way, speaking of power lines, have you, have you guys, you know, the pressure-treated power line poles mm-hmm. that we see everywhere? Have you ever have you guys ever seen one of those if a little bit of fire gets to it? It'll grow up like tinder. I I got I, that I, I, I on there. Not. Yeah. Oh, it'll grow up like a like a fire stick. Totally. Oh yeah. Totally. Those things are like uh like fat liner. Yeah. We lived across when I lived in Charleston when I was a little kid, I think I was like thirteen years old, there was a creosote treatment plant across the river from our house. And it caught a fire. Oh my gosh. Oh Ooh. yeah. And it burned for two days. Yeah. All those creosote poles caught on fire. That place burned black, pitch black smoke. It was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, well, well I want to take a break, Jeff. But but I I, I want to talk about a a picture that we had on Facebook of of a bunch of kids this week that uh, they're they're eat up with fishing, and there's a picture of their of of them catching a big old bass. 
Big old bass too, man. <laughs> and, and, Took uh, two of them to hold it. Yes, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's 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 a really cool picture. So anyway, give us a call six four one ten ten right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Watching the sun. Make Come on, everybody. Everybody. Nobody wants to hear me sing. Covered with I think this was the first one I heard. It has to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think this was the first song on uh, A1A. Well, the album A1A. Yeah. So if you need uh, Duck Duck Rooter, <laughs> thank goodness I haven't had to use them in a couple months because they've taken care of so much of my stuff. 862-6769. Welcome back to the you heard my Demnick ears. Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Searching Brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Uh, please. <laughs> Come on, every salt, salt. Stop. Yeah, but for everybody Whose fault that, is it, Kirk? For every person that's my own damn fault. It's for every person, everybody that was a fisherman, <laughs> yes, they they played his song. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, if you had a stereo in your, your boat, boat, or yes, yes. well, it's yes. The, it's the vibe, man. It is. It's totally the vibe. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Margaritaville, man. It's living on the beach, the beach life kind of thing, you know. Yep. Yeah. yeah there's uh, there's definitely it. Yeah, his music feels like the waves, kind of. Yeah, it's cool. And there's, there's, you know, again, when you, when you, Jeff, when you listen to like Pirate Looks at Forty, there's so many, there's so many meanings to that that song, man. I mean, it's, it's, pre- it's pretty damn cool. Cool guy. We're gonna miss him. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. How old was he? Seventy six, I believe. God, he's young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, you know, but he had been on, off and on sick for the last year. He'd been canceling shows and stuff. But so, and they never did disclose. Um, what, how, how he passed away, but his family was yeah. with him and stuff. So, all good. So anyway, I I, I I was sitting around like everybody else this week, right? Watching the storm, you know, praying it would do something else and go somewhere else. But and and I got it. It, it just just kind of pumped me up. I, I think school was out Tuesday and Wednesday in in in, in Northeast Florida, Jeff, due to the storm. And I got a picture from my buddy Mike Beauregard, aka Bo, and um, his son Wyatt. And and Wyatt has fished with me literally since he was three years old, and he's probably ten now. Um, and this kids just just totally eat up with fishing. Him and his buddies, by the way, they they all love to fish. And he, and he talks about that they they go in the uh, the, the local ponds there in Nocatee and, and and catch these bass and. And he sends me that picture on on Wednesday. He's like, "This is this is what they're doing on their day off." And I thought that was pretty cool. You know, yeah. that that brings back some some fantastic memories uh, of of my childhood because all I ever wanted to do, Jeff, was bass fish. You know, I mean, yeah. Uh, it, it, and and when it, when I tell you I did it every day, I I, I literally did. I mean, it, but I had access <laughs> to to some of the most probably you know top ten destinations I I think in the world. As as a kid, so I was able to fish sawgrass. Um, I was able to fish um, Guana, McNeil Pond, all of those. Mm-hmm. I was able to fish the Ponte Vedra Lagoons. Yep. And 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 you know everybody, Jeff, that 
that I mean, I walked in their yard, and I, you know, I, I got permission. Nobody ever said anything. No, 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 no. They they would come out and you know and and chat for for the most part, you know. And I had an Abu Garcia fifty five hundred that that at ten years old I learned how to throw because and and the reason that I did that, Jeff, is because the the two hundred two or the four hundred four Zebco, I kept breaking fish off. You know, yeah. I mean, because they had no drag system, and I'm like, you know, and I, and I obviously you go and as a kid you're watching Roland Martin, and mm-hmm. and 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 you're 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 like, you know, I got I, I got to learn how to throw a baitcaster, and, and and I did, and and when I started learning how to throw a baitcaster, I, I Jeff, I caught some really big bass. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, a, a, a lot of elevens and twelves. Um, I'll never forget. <laughs> I was probably nine years old. I drove my bike to the Pontevedra Dam, which I, I loved. To, you know where the Pontevedra Dam is? Oh, right yeah. off Solano. Yeah. And um, I caught one that was around eight pounds, and I put it on the stringer. I was only probably about five minutes from the house. I put it on the stringer, and I I was so excited. I mean, I, I mean I've never caught anything this big. And, and I, mom and dad were at dinner, and so I filled up the bathtub. It, <laughs> nice. I did. I know where this. I, keep it alive. I, I, did, I did. I filled up the bathtub, and 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 I had it. I had it. Yeah, I was going to keep it alive. Keep it alive. Wanted, you know, because yeah. I didn't know what to do with it, but I I wanted to keep it keep fresh. It, yeah, keep it fresh. You know, and and I went to bed, and 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 and, I, and mom woke me up screaming. I was like, Oh my God, what's wrong? You know, I mean, I I jumped out of bed, and she's House like, on fire. She's like, <laughs> What is that in my bathtub? <laughs> So here's this eight pound bass in um in in, in the bathtub and it, it was pretty cool. Um, you know, Dad was said it still da- alive, still alive. Oh yeah, still swimming around. Yeah, and 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 Dad Dad was like, look, you know, um, I'll never forget this conversation. He's like, I, I I'm gonna mount this fish. He said, but we don't eat bass, all right. He said, so from now on, I want you to let them all go. And I did. I never. I've never. I've never killed one since then. You know, I let them. I let them all go. Now, now it's fantastic because we have cameras and everything that we can take some really cool right. pictures of those fish. But yeah, I, and, and I don't even know. And, and by the way, that was a skin mount, Jeff. At that time, you know, a freshwater bass. Right. I, I have no right. idea how much that cost, Dad, to get mounted. Yeah. But I had it for years and years and years. And eventually, um, you know, so so just to let people know, a, a, a skin mount is the the, the true fish. Yes, yeah, the fish. You know, and 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 but, was that your first mounted fish? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, my, my first my first mounted fish. It, it's kind of a similar story, but a little different. And uh, my cousins had a farm out in Lovettsville, Virginia, which was at the base of the mountain. So, you know, where I lived at, we were like the last little suburban community before you got into more of the rural areas. And uh, so it was kind of nice, and then I could go to the east, and you'd be going more towards Tyson's Corner and the development around the beltway of DC. But then when we left town and went to the West, it became very rural and our cousins had a farm and it had two ponds on it and they had cows. And that's where we, we actually slaughtered our cows Mm -hmm. and every year we got our beef for the year. And then at the neighbors, which my cousin Sharon married their son, Richard, that's where we killed our pork. So that's where we, every year we would butcher pork. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so when I was a kid, I know we'd always go there in the wintertime to butcher cows and also pigs. And then in summertime, I'd go there for fun 
and go fishing in the two ponds. And so one day when I was in high school and had a driver's license, we had a Saturday football practice. And unbeknownst to me, uh, my alarm was set incorrectly. Hmm? And so I missed football practice. And, and so I actually woke up and I went, oh my God, what time is it? And I ran in the living room. I like, you know, my mom and dad. I was like, "Why did you guys not wake me up?" And they're like, "Why?" And I'm like, "I have football practice." And they're like, "You're kidding." And I'm like, "No." So I ran out the door and I got the practice and, you know, tail tucked between my my uh, legs uh-huh. and went up to our head coach, the great Ed Scott. And I was like, "Coach, I'm so sorry, I overslept." And, and he gave me that vein raising on his forehead look, mm-hmm. you know, that made every kid scared to death. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, and I felt terrible. You know, I, you don't miss football practice. You don't miss practice. Right. So what did I do to make myself feel better? I said, you know, I'm going to drive out to the farm and go bass fishing. <laughs> so sure. Went out to the farm and caught the biggest bass that I've ever caught. And it was about six or seven pounds. Uh-huh. And, and I caught it on a purple June bug colored plastic worm. And Kevin, that's the first and only fish that I've ever mounted. Yeah, how about that? Yep. Yep. I, it was I, awesome. I, yep. I've never, I've, I've never had another one mounted either. I, I, um, I have a, I had a tarpon mount, but that was given to me by Mike Scanlon. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, that's the only thing I've got, man. Is I caught it in the Ponte Vedra Lagoons. Yeah, over there by the uh, uh, black bass. Black bass. <laughs> that funny. Seven, eight pounds. How big? How big over... do you think that bass is in the picture with those kids? That's a pretty good fish. Yeah, that's, that's a, eight, nine pounds. Yeah, that's that's a dead good fish. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I say it's at least that. I mean, there's I'm, two of I'm them holding to figure it. Out, I'm trying to figure out what they caught it on. It, if you look at it, Wyatt, who's all the way on the right, looks like a little buzzbait okay. or something. No, 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 no. It's a plastic worm. It's Is a it? weedless plastic worm. If you look by his hand, if you blow that picture up, you can you can see the the. the it's a it's a purple. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Now I see it. Yep. Now I see it. Yep. Yep. I, I did the yeah, same thing. I wanted to see what what bait they were throwing. Yeah, he's got it uh, hooked back into the hook holder at yep. the base of the rod. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yep, 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 yep. So, all right, Jeff, before we take a break, uh, Archie's calling and he wants to talk about Steen Hatchie. Good morning, hey Archie. Good morning, Archie. Good morning. Hey, I just uh, I was watching the videos from uh, Steen Hatchie and just, man, my prayers go out to those people yes, down sir. there. Uh, it's, um, it's just amazing. There's a time-lapse video on uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. and it's right above the uh, – I guess it's the Marina Inn or something like that, right across from uh, um, from the Steenhatchee River Club. Right, yeah, I saw that. Just a little bit. And um, you see the water come up, and I don't know what the – it's definitely time-lapse. So, But there's a – they have a little marina behind it, and they can keep about, I guess, about eight or ten boats in there. Most of the captains keep their boats there. And all of a sudden, the, the, the roof lifts up, and then the entire – dock this might have been what jeff saw i'm not sure but uh the entire dock just goes and it's literally going up river yeah that shows you what the uh, what the tide and the, and the wind was doing but it's just amazing i mean the whole dock roof and everything is floating up river yeah. at that time and uh, i'm just amazed well last time we were there we stayed up at jensen beach which is about 10 minutes north of there and uh, i know they got hit too and uh, i was looking at crystal river the water was all the way up to 98, which is like, goodness, maybe a, maybe a mile inland. Right. Mm. And uh, and then we talked to our friend at uh, at 
at Anna Maria, and she said there were two fit in the uh, in the uh, motel there at uh, at Anna Maria. So it really just when that it, it, when that storm passed and that wind came came offshore. Yeah, and, and Archie or, or onshore. The, the the thing is, is that the Gulf Coast is flat. Yeah, there's there's, you know, there's there's no beach. I mean, there's nothing to stop it, and and uh, you know, so whenever you get a storm surge like that, you know, a storm surge for us on the East Coast. Um, you know, obviously you get the water, but you get the waves, you know, and, right. and it pounds sure. the beach, you know, and the beach does save a lot, mm-hmm. you know, but over there, there's nothing to stop it. There's, I mean, it's yeah. just, it's going to go right across that marsh and just go yeah. as far in the, just like what you talked about, uh, you know, a, a, a mile storm surge is nothing on the West Coast. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Anna Maria is probably two foot above sea level in any given day. And you know, all it takes is about two or three feet to come in, and it just goes under. It's amazing. But yeah. anyway, just pray for those folks. I yes, know sir. Those captains and everybody are going to be out for a little while, and uh, just pray that uh, they stay safe and uh, and get things back in order. We need to go fishing. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna support them as soon as they get stuff back together. We'll all we'll all be over there spending our money. And by the way. Okay, um, man. And Papa G had called in uh-huh. and said he wasn't going to be on the air or anything, but said that he and his wife are going to take some time and uh, they're going to head over there and help. Yep. So if you are in a position where you can do that, you know, where, where you can get some boots on the ground, man, they could sure use it. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, we met the uh, we met the pastor from the Baptist Church up there a couple years ago, and uh, we'll, we'll probably be contacting him see if there's anything we can do maybe with our men's ministry. Yeah, that's well, a great well, call. Well, please, great call, please, please stay in touch with us, too, Archie. Let, let let us know and all of our outdoor show listeners know if there's anything we can do, we'll we'll, we'll be there. Okay, man, I appreciate okay, it. Okay, thank all you. Right. See ya. See you, buddy. Yeah, it's a... Uh, that's a tough gig. It is a tough gig, man. I mean, it's... Um, it's... It's... Uh, it, Look, we don't want anybody to get hit, but when you sit there and you're 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 watching it, Jeff, and it and it's going into Texas, you know, Louisiana, you you feel bad for people. But these are these are relatives, man. I mean, this is you know, you've got you've got family over there, and and I mean, there's so many people over there that are so near and dear to our heart. Um, I mean, I, I I'll be honest with you, I haven't heard from anybody from Steenhatchee River Club. You know, I mean, I've tried to contact them, and I and I get it. You know, I mean, they're. Probably don't have power to their phones. The phones well, are dead. I, exactly. It's yeah. you know who who knows. So yep. You know, I mean, hey, I, uh, go ahead. I, I'm going to just change the subject here because I have exciting news. Oh, and, oh boy! Uh, and and I know Chris is going to be pumped oh, to hear here. this exciting news. Uh, crap. No, really, really. So no, really. Okay. So Tarek, Tarek goes to the grocery store. Oh, okay. The other day. Yes. Okay. And. Folks, it is now on the shelves in the grocery store. Oh, I know what you're good. Yeah. Oh, you're evil. Gotta be, uh, you're a rat. A, the cheese. No, it's not cheese. I know exactly. What it is. I know exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. What is it, Chris? Are you gonna share it's that with us? It's freaking pumpkin spice creamers. What oh, it is? Oh no! Yes. It's that time of the year. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. You oh, dirty dog. Oh. You dirty stinking dog. <laughs> I guess it's Labor Day. I tell you what. I look forward to the pumpkin donuts at Sonati's. That's just money. <laughs> Freaking pumpkin. Yeah, hey, oh. hey, I went into DG uh, one day this week because that's what you do when, mm. you're, when you're shopping during hurricanes, right? Uh, and they got all the Halloween stuff out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's two months? Yeah. 
I two, two months? Yeah. I oh, my people, gosh. I see people already decorating our neighborhood, and I'm like, what the heck, man? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and by the way, I, I, Halloween is near and dear to my heart, man. I, that's that's the time of year, Jeff. You know what I mean? Oh, that's that's the one that that, that, that gives you chills. You're about like, deer man, hunting. It's, it's not yes. about Halloween. It's about deer what, hunting. That's my point. It's the time <laughs> of the year. When, 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 you, when you're on your way to Georgia, at, at Chris, and they got the hay bales out front right, and, the, yes, and, and the orange yes. pumpkins, you're like, it is time to go to the woods. Yeah, and, and Jeff's like, oh, nothing says deer season like, Pumpkin spice creamer. <laughs> I know. Hey, I'm. I'm just. I'm sending you a picture of it just so that you guys can get. Oh, thank you. Up. Wow. You need to bring him in a little bottle oh of it next my weekend. God. He needs some. Yeah. It, it is so <laughs> yeah. good. And it'll help him with his problem. Like, He's got a problem. It's, uh, it's such a fruit cake. Almond creamer, pumpkin spice. Oh, delicious! It's fantastic. It's, yeah. Oh, Chris, you got to have some. I, I can't say the word I want to because yeah, uh, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. FCC, yeah, exactly. Dump it on a sixty-three degree morning, man. There is nothing. <laughs> There's morning. just nothing like pumpkin spice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get you the whole thing. We'll get you a pumpkin pie, pumpkin donuts. Why don't and you have a Bud Light spice. with that, Jeff? Pumpkin spice. Ooh, now we. No, nope. taking some serious shots. <laughs> no, nope, not not doing that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was a good one. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no uh, Jeff, we got to do a uh, ring power tip coming up. Take a quick break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Duck Duck Reader. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Duck Duck Reader. Right now, it's time for your ring power tip of the week. And, uh, folks, if you <laughs> uh, need any equipment, um, rent equipment, got big jobs, only one place got to go. Got to pull work. anything out of the mud? Uh, yeah, you got to pull a stuck tractor out, you know, yep. then you can. Uh, got your harrows buried so you can't right, see them. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you can You can uh, go to ringpower.com and get you a tractor or <laughs> get you a bulldozer. <laughs> bulldozer would be yeah. better. If I, had a, if I had a bulldozer, it would have been a non-issue. So that's your right. next. It, it yeah. would have been a non-issue. There's, there's we wouldn't even have gotten a picture. Yeah. Listen, no. yeah. you're not you're not allowed to buy a bulldozer because of the pumpkin spice thing. Uh, yeah, I agree you're with that. You're disqualified. Yeah, Tara, guess what I want for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, a, a D6. <laughs> a D6. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, D6 is a little too big. It is. I get a D4. It is. D4. Yeah, D4 yeah. would be plenty big enough. I tell you, have you have you have you ever spent much time on a D6, Jeff? Uh, not a lot. Yeah, God, I, I, you know when I was building golf courses, you know you spend a lot of time on those those big, mm-hmm. and, and it was fun, man. <laughs> you could tear some stuff. Yeah, up. Yeah, you can knock trees yeah. down. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But but the worst the worst part, and we're going off here. But uh, the worst part about doing that is I was literally clearing land where I grew up hunting. That was oh wow. Yeah, that was uh, which is where it's the the plantation golf course now, which we we all called. I mean, it was it was the jam and uh, four roads, all that stuff. But yeah, it was it was quite interesting. But Jeff, we're we're going to go back to our ring power tip of the week, and and uh, uh, if if you have the the means, we we uh, we've got it posted up there now where you can uh, donate to Red Cross, uh, which the the money's going to all the folks that were affected by Dahlia, um, the the hurricane, and. Uh, it's a it's a it's a damn good cause, bro. Yeah, I mean, if you could if 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 you can spend ten dollars, twenty dollars, twenty five dollars, yep, 
Red Cross will make sure that these folks that are over there suffering through Hurricane Idalia's aftermath, that you can help support them. Um, it's a good cause. Red Cross is the best. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there you go. That's your Ring Power tip of the week. Go to ringpower.com and see all the tractors that they have to offer. All right, let's go to uh, Camden County and talk to Mark this morning. Morning, Mark. Mark. Hello. Good morning. Mark's still there. He's been hanging on forever. Hello. Three, three, two, one. I guess. Hello, Mark. Mark's gone. Yeah, well, he's gone. <laughs> he, he he gone. I, I yeah, he was gone on the one. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do. I don't do three, two, one, go. Yeah, right, no, right. I, I do three, two, one. So, yeah. so Jeff um, can't get the, the 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 tractor where where you need be, and so what's what's plan B for today? Well, there's still a couple fields that are high and dry okay. that uh, that I can get to that uh, and have also not been subsold. Some of the other fields are probably going to wait until maybe Monday and just take a look at them and see kind of where they're at, right? To see if uh, see if I can get in a minute, and if not, you know, just maybe the uh, middle to end of next week and uh, and see, you know. But uh, just trying to get ahead of the game, you know. But there's a lot of things to do. Yeah, double check. What we've always done is at the end of deer season, you go and, ooh, just had a hawk landing right in front of me. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But Love um, me a hawk. Yeah, you go go to all the deer stands because at the end of the deer season, we loosen up all of the ratchet straps around them so that the tree can grow without right. having the tree actually grow into the deer stand. Mm-hmm. And so we can go and check all the straps, retighten them. And we did some of that yesterday. Uh, it's probably going to do a little bit more of that than some of the the shooting houses themselves, I usually spray for bugs in about June, mm-hmm. and then I'll come back again and do it again in September before deer season, because the, the spray typically lasts about 60 to 90 days, and so I'll go and spray all the shooting houses again, and uh, and then the, the one of the new projects that's on the list is uh, I finally, I was on the list for like two years. Mm. But I have the Starlink internet satellite dish to Sweet. mount this weekend. Oh, yes. that's Elon yeah, Musk's goes, thing. Yes. Yeah the uh, the previous internet provider, which was HughesNet, I think the speed Chris and Chris knows. <laughs> Kirk and Kevin have no clue. No, <laughs> but no, we're about, clueless. That's about ten megabytes per okay. second. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. I was that's I was going to say snail. That's, that's a fucking, that's a fucking, well, I was, I was, I was thinking, I mean, yeah, I was thinking five megabytes. Right. Yeah. 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 Thinking five. Yeah. They, they actually say that it's, oh yeah, 25 megabytes per second. Dude, it ain't even close to 25. You can run a speed test on it. Yeah. And you're lucky to, you're lucky to get 10. Yeah. You're in fourth and gear five, with that, aren't you? Well, I mean, I've been, I mean, you can't do really anything with that. I mean, I see, it's even difficult to send an email. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's like pulling teeth. And now, now you said that was with HughesNet? That was with HughesNet, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So now I got Starlink, and I was on the list for two years, and everybody around me was getting it, and I wasn't getting it. I was starting to get a little bit discouraged. Yeah, it's and, a pumpkin spice thing. But, yeah, that's probably what it is. And so I finally got it, and uh, you mount it yourself, which will be interesting, and you run the cable yourself, which will be interesting as well. But I'm uh, going to try to do that probably tomorrow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Run the, it from your house all the way back out to the main road? 
No, no, no. No, no, no. You, it's satellite. satellite yeah, okay, okay, okay. Satellite okay. dish. Yeah, okay, I got you. And, and so you got to mount it somewhere with a clear view of the sky, and then you run the cable from there into your modem. So you've got to be able to, you know, be ready and prepared to do some of that. And so uh, I think I'm ready. I'm not positive, but I think I'm ready to do all that. Okay. And and the the great thing about Starlink, everybody that I know that have, has had it for rural areas, it's been an incredibly great answer to having the internet. Huh. And people are now able to work from rural locations with the Starlink because the speeds are I, uh, 100 megabytes per second and much greater, which allows them, to, I think I'm right on all that, but it's probably faster than that, where people are able to work and not have any issues. That's right. And yeah. even can stream stuff, yep. which is uh, incredibly cool. I, I, I told you in February, I went to the Verizon store to get my my. Uh, number five phone upgraded <laughs> and number five uh, yeah it was it was old okay That's a relic yeah, yeah but 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 they um they, they talked about a, a verizon box that you could plug in kirk right in, in rural areas and jeff this this thing's been unbelievable i mean i i, I mean i went straight from douglas georgia back to the double wide and i've never had internet mm. plugged it in bang I got internet. I got Wi-Fi. I got everything. Mm. And 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 by the way, went went home to St. Augustine, plugged it in. I got Wi-Fi. Nice. Yeah. So nice. I, it's can, it, you, it, can you stream off of it? Yo, Jeff, I I, I switched. I don't get me started, but I fired Directv, right? And I now have YouTube TV. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and it runs everything. All right. Runs everything. It's 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 yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah, the uh it's gonna be fun to see kind of how good it is and, and hopefully I yeah. can get it mounted properly, you know, to where it's it's solid and stable and you know, hopefully it uh continues to work good and you know, because basically up here in rural Georgia, if you want T V you pay for that, like you have YouTube T V. Yep. So up here you pay for the internet access, but then you also have a different satellite dish to be able to get regular TV. Right. Which is Dish Network. So, I mean, you're kind of paying two, and if, if you can just pay for a Starlink. And, and, and by the way, screen, it's expensive. Very. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean. Yes, and I don't, and I don't have any, any high-level plan or anything with HughesNet or Dish Network. I mean, it's, you know, it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's uh, I, like direct TV and <laughs> yeah, and all that. Just, just uh, by, by, by the way, just pirate. just and because and, and, I'm an old guy, you know, I fought against this. You go into YouTube TV, it's a third. It's a third of the price. Yeah, cable TV. Yeah. It's the, good. The, it, it's I mean, good. It, it's it's like two extra buttons that you have to hit. Yeah, you know, I like, on, your, I like on, it. on your remote. It's fantastic. It's it. Yeah. I, I, I know people don't want to hear about, but you know, when you when you talk about rural Georgia, though, Jeff, it it. You have to figure out how you're going to get internet yeah. and, and how you're yeah. going to get TV. Oh yeah, you know because it's it, when See, I, I would have done your way with with the uh, with the box with the Verizon box, but the problem is like with my Verizon phone because we have our mm-hmm. phone. The Verizon service at my property is is not great at all. It, it, exactly, yeah, and that makes all the difference in the world. Absolutely. So yeah. that's that's not an option for me. So I've been waiting. For one of two things, one for Starlink, but then also there was talk 
in this community that Verizon was going to be building another tower. We were all excited. Yeah, we're going to get a tower, you know, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. the internet with the Verizon package and move into the 21st century. Well, the tower hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. All right, Jeff, we're going to try Mark at Camden County, Georgia again. See if he's the, there again this morning. Good morning, Mark. Morning, fellas. Everything good? Yeah, I got I got my phone out from under my seat again. Sorry about that. That's all right. Um, yeah, yeah. Y'all got uh, reminiscent about the old days. I had a story for you that y'all get a kick out of. Okay. I, uh, I used to be a, I used to be a security policeman in the Air Force station up at uh, Elmendorf in Anchorage. Lived up there for five years. Uh, met my first wife up there. I had one of the coolest jobs you'll ever hear of. She was a professional fly tire. Oh, oh, there you go. That's, that's, yeah, a, that's we, a good we, job. We sit around at night watching. Yeah. We sit around at night watching TV. She's got a work table in front of her and just whipping out. I mean, literally thousands of flies every winter filling orders for the lodges and whatnot up there. And, uh, I got to meet a lot of pretty cool people through her too, at the exposés and so forth up there in the winter. But, she used to uh, work as a kind of like an exhibition at one of the uh, taxidermy shops downtown Anchorage. It was Hunter Fisher Taxidermy. Mm-hmm. And uh, she came home. I got home from work one evening, and uh, she told me that Hunter, that was the guy's name, was Hunter Fisher, wanted me to come by the taxidermy shop when I got off, and she specifically said, don't change clothes. In other words, they wanted me to come by the shop in my monkey suit. I was, uh, like I said, security policeman. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so I go by there after work, and uh, like 30 minutes, Hunter didn't even tell me why he wanted me to come. They had one of the outfitters came in to drop off fish. And I got to thinking about this because he had the freeze-dry machine, right, where they freeze-dry the fish. You yeah. get the real fish. And uh, so this guy comes in, outfitter, and his uh, client was Bob Hope. Oh, wow. Very cool. That's one of the coolest things my first wife ever did for me. I mean, I was just standing over there trying to stay out of the way. And uh, he comes sauntering in and notices me over in the corner, and I'll never forget. He turned around, looked at everybody else, and he said, "I'll be with y'all in a little bit." He walked over and stuck his hand out and said, "Hi, son. My name's Bob Hope." Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I said, "Yes, sir." I said, "Yes, sir. I recognize you." Then he looked at me and said, "Son, I work for a living. Don't call me sir." <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. But, uh, I thought y'all get a kick out of yeah, it. Yeah, that's Plus, that's a good story. I mean, how many folks are married to a woman that flies ties? I mean, ties flies for a living. Uh, and, uh, not she many. Classes like it's a, it's a small yeah, percentage. She taught classes bro. three, four nights a week. And but anyway, good old days. And uh, you talking about the old reels too? I make it real quick. My yep. very first real fishing reel was a Mitchell two hundred nine open face spinning reel. I got it when I was six. Yep, absolutely. I remember the old the yep. old Mitchell spinning. I had reels. a Mitchell too. A I did of too. Them. Yep, two hundred six. Hey, you. you you gentlemen have a good Bye day buddy. and go yep. dog. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had to throw that in there. Yeah. <sighs> oh boy. Well, <laughs> it's shot in the dark. You know. I get it. No, 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 no comment. He, he watched the Gator game. He knows. <laughs> that's why. That's why he said that. Yeah. Well, they don't play anybody yeah. like, like Utah until they play Alabama for the SEC championship. So right. let's leave it at that. Yeah. Six four one ten ten. If you want to give us a call, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoors. He'll be right back.
Mother, Mother Ocean, I have heard you call. I had to listen to the beginning. Wanted to say, <laughs> brings back a lot of memories. The boy, you ain't kidding. Talks at your heart. Randy Marion Cadillac, folks, only place to go if you're in the market for a Cadillac. And uh, also, if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, go in there tell them what you're looking for, and they'll find it for you. They have numerous dealerships that they can pull from uh, around the southeast. Uh, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB, Randy Marion Cadillac. Welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by uh, Duck Duck Rooter. And let's go talk to Dave this morning. He's been hanging on and uh, he wants to talk about... <laughs> Roy Mercer and fishing movies. What's up, Dave? Hey, good morning, man. Enjoy your show. Thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, um, yeah. One quick thing before that, uh, I heard you mention uh, you help build golf courses. Is that, is that right? Yes, sir. Yeah, in this area, I did. Chance. I did. So um, I worked for Arnold Palmer Course Design. Um, sure. And and uh, um, so we, I got started at Hidden Hills. When they okay. re- when they rebuilt Hidden Hills, this is years ago now, and then yeah, sure. and then right. uh, I, I, we went from there and we built the plantation at Ponte Vedra. But the cool thing about okay. that one is I was I was on that job from the first tree out to the last blade of of grass in. It was a couple years. Right. It, was, it was a cool right. job. Yeah, yeah. I was in maintenance for like thirty five years. I studied turf management in college, and uh, I had to get out of it a few years ago. Couldn't handle the summers anymore. Oh yeah. But, uh, yeah, they're rough. But uh, so you were there when they had the bent grass greens. Yes, sir. We put in bent grass yeah. greens. That's exactly right. Yep. Yeah, with the fans. With the fans <laughs> on them. <laughs> yep, yep. We sure did. Uh, that didn't good work. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. In Florida during the summer. Yeah. Yep. That's funny. You remember uh, that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, I wanted to kind of talk about a Roy Mercer esque uh, fishing movie. Oh, yeah. Roy uh, D. Mercer. <laughs> This is Roy D. Murphy. Okay, go ahead. Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> Don't you make me come down there now. <laughs> I got a big 55-gallon drum full of it. Just, just how big of a boy are you? Yep. And you guys turned me on to that years ago. Oh, yeah. But have you guys ever, ever seen the movie uh, The Corn Dog Man? No. No. Can't say I have. Okay. I had a feeling you might. Yeah, The Corn Dog Man is the name of the movie. Uh, it was an independent movie. You know how those independent uh-huh. movies sometimes, you know, 20, 30 minutes into it, it's like, what the hell is this about? Right. And, but I'm telling you, it is hilarious if you can get a copy of it somehow or another. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to text myself that. It's, it's I'm telling you. I'm te- you will not. It's about a guy that uh, works at a, uh, he sells uh, fishing boats for a living in South Carolina. And this guy starts calling him uh, to actually, his point is to drive him insane. And and it's it's actually hilarious, uh, and he winds up accomplishing that. And uh, uh, but I'm telling you, man, check it out. I, I promise you won't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotta have a cutty cabin on that, Daddy. That's <laughs> from the movie. You, if you see it, you'll laugh. I guarantee you. All right, all right. I just I just yeah. texted everybody. Now I will on 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 an on an evening we're sitting there with with nothing to do. I'm gonna look it up. Right. Okay. Cool. And uh, all right, man. Thanks, Dave. Have a great weekend. Yes, sir. Right, you too, buddy. That's funny. I think he sounds a little bit like Roy I, D. Murphy. I, I, dude, I seriously. I mean, he, he absolutely sounds That's like some it. of the funniest stuff. Oh my gosh, man! That guy. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'd hate to know how much money he made by doing that, Jeff. But he was he was the best at it. 
Oh. Yeah, it was, uh, it's interesting in that the Roy D. Mercer, and if people have never heard of it, oh, then just go to Google and type in Roy, the middle initial D, and then Mercer, M-E-R-C-E-R. And this was a character that was created by a couple of guys in Oklahoma that were on a radio station, and they would prank call people and act like this, you know, redneck guy named Roy D. Mercer. Yeah. And kind of semi threaten people. And, oh, my God. And I'm going to come down there and whip you. And how big a boy are you? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is so funny. It is. Oh, it's some of that. Some of stuff. You're, you, were, you were whizzing on my uncle Roy. Uncle, is, uncle Jesse's uh, Wargrave. Uncle, <laughs> uncle Jesse's Wargrave. <laughs> Sir, I've never. He fought well, in the, well, in the, in the Collie Brigade during World War One. <laughs> 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 oh, I've heard them all, man. I've got them on my phone in Pandora, as a matter of fact. Oh. Great stuff. Oh man. man, they'll make you laugh till your stomach hurts. You know. <laughs> oh, it's funny. You know, my wife bought this cell phone down there and got her in stretch pants. She went in the bathroom down there. That thing caught on fire. Y'all will be three hundred dollars for a new pair of stretch pants, and she's got a burn mark on the back of her rear end, about the size of that phone. You got to do something about that. What you gonna do about it, there, boy? Uh, oh man, it's classic. He's great. Uh, <laughs> He'll make you laugh till you cry. Oh, uh, exactly. Oh yeah. It's all clean. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no cuss words. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now now some of the responses from the people that oh. you know that he's calling, yeah, are not exactly clean. No, some of them he gets their goat. I oh, remember there was I, one I where he bought a Christmas skin. tree, and the Christmas tree he told told the girl he goes that Christmas tree I bought. All the doggone needles fell off that doggone thing. It's all in my carpet. Can't get it out. Have to get a shampoo company to come in here and get all the needles out of my carpet. And lady, lady, what are you going to do about that? And she goes. I, you must have not watered it. Lady, I had that thing covered more. We had a sprinkler system hooked up, and it was watered a Christmas tree. She goes, she goes. well, I'm not going to replace it. And he goes, well, I'm just going to come down there and whoop up on you. And she goes, well, you just come on. Bring yourself a sandwich because it's a nice ride up here. <laughs> oh, it's classic, man. Oh, yeah. It is. Oh, it's so good. I, and I would hate to find out that all that was set up. Oh, you know? and you get caught, and then you're like, oh, man. I said that on live radio. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You talk about eating some crow. That's just that's old school stuff, right oh, there. That's classic. Yeah, you know? that's when that's the, the, that's when you had to the, pick up the phone and and and, and talk and to people. Dial, yeah, talk to people instead of doing being an internet bully. You know, These yeah, internet bullies all over the world now. Good gosh! You know? So the uh, the hawk just landed again, and he got something right in front of me. Get a lizard, a squirrel. I don't know what he got. I don't know what he got. He he got something though. Got himself and, a pumpkin spice latte is what he got. <laughs> and he's he's trying to pull it apart. It, I, I think initially he came down and he swooped on something, and then whatever he had, he pecked at to like tear it up, and then it ran away. And then he had to. It was kind of funny watching this hawk trying to run after it again, and then he <laughs> whatever it is, he's got it down again. That's so pretty cool. Yeah, birds are awesome. I love are watching. Fantastic. Them. We've got we've got a a male and a female uh, the, who who yeah. hang out in the woodlands right behind mm-hmm. right behind our house, and and so we see them all the time. They're on our fence all the time, and man, they're just absolutely breathtaking animals. Yeah, I love birds of prey. Mm. I, I'll I'll tell you, um, the animals, Jeff, on Tuesday afternoon and Wednesday morning in my backyard. You know, uh, unbelievable how active they were. You know, wow, I, I they mean, knew. It was, oh, they knew. Oh, they totally and, and, knew. And, and by the way, my dog. I mean, you know, she hangs out inside with us uh, 
some some of the day. I couldn't keep her inside. She, she was she, nervous, ninny. Absolutely, I think I mean, you yeah. feel that yeah. barometer jumping around. And yeah, it freaks I them out. totally agree. Yeah. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah, the squirrels in our yard were running back and forth to the feeders all day long. I was like, look at it. Yeah, that, that's exactly yeah. right. That's that's what the, the squirrels, the, the the cardinals, the doves, raccoons uh, were running around during I the daylight. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. then but then as dusk fell, I noticed that it was dead quiet. Yeah, eerie. They were done. Yeah. Yeah. They were done. They were hunkered down. Hunkered down. Yeah. Yeah. Even they had boarded e- up their nests. E- even even Wednesday morning, you just didn't see there any was animals. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's Mother Nature's. Uh, but but that Tuesday afternoon, man, I mean, my backyard was loaded with animals, mm. and they were and and the doves and everything. Jeff, they were feeding so hard. Well. And, I tell you what, it's got the mullet moving like crazy. I'm, I'm sure it does. I mean, millions yeah. of mullet Good. are pouring out of the inlets now, running down the beach. Good. I mean, don't you know the bite of fish is oh. going to be on, man. I, Again, Jeff, we, we talked about this in the beginning of the show. Oh. Uh, you know, I, I, I get it. The wind's blowing. You know, it's it's 15 to 20 out of the northeast today. But, I mean, if you can find a place to be safe, it it, it is an Excellent. Well, even if you can just get, you know, these little finger mullet are great baits. You could bag them up and put them in the freezer and save them for the wintertime. True. Oh, my gosh, man. I mean, offshore on a bite of uh, sea bass or or bee liners, Mm -hmm. and you cut those little finger mullet up. Oh yeah. my gosh! Well, and it it, it takes the honk it, down it, it, on it takes away the stress of having to find pogies every day. Yep, you know if you're bait. going bottom fishing, daggum skippy. Yeah, you know. Yep, yep. All right, so uh, so guys, I'm a little disappointed today. Okay. Mm, yeah. Uh, not because I stuck the tractor yesterday, but you missed the quiche. I did. Oh, he did. You did miss oh, the quiche. Oh, by yeah. the way, it you is should fun. be disappointed. Right. Yes, fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Okay. So. Um, we, we need to do the Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week. Kirby Co. Builders industry leader, proven provider of framing, drywall, construction. Go to KirbyCoBuilders.com to learn more. So how is it? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's outstanding. It's pretty good. I mean, pretty it, darn it, good. You, you, it, and this is the recipe that's going up, Kurt? Yeah, this recipe, oh. she got it online. She found it, and she put it together, and she uh she, Try it, folks. She, it, she she did a good job with it. she made two pies she made one for the house our daughter laura came over last night and ate with us and then she made a pie for you guys she said mm-hmm. i'm gonna make one for the boys for tomorrow too sweet and i mean the recipe is a little bit long so i'm not gonna go into detail but basically she uses uh turkey bacon and it's i told chris when i walked in i said it's kind of a not a health food uh, it's a healthier quiche, quiche, but it's a healthier quiche. Yeah. It's got spinach in it and turkey bacon and uh, cheddar cheese and white cheese, and uh, it's delicious. She did a great <laughs> job with it. So Jeez. I got a question, Chris. Oh okay. no! Uh huh. Kirk is talking about a quiche. Yep. That has turkey bacon. Yep. And I've heard nothing out of you. Uh, well, it's because okay. my mouth has I been full with multiple a pieces. Spice latte, and I get like just, crisp. just, just, just saying, la- just saying, latte is, okay. is not yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah, so, so let me. Okay, we, uh, maybe, let me let me go over this. Let's 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 just talk about the words being used for just a second. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, Chris. You got turkey, uh-huh. which is a perfectly good food. Mm-hmm. Bacon, mm-hmm. which is the earthly side of heaven. You put those together, okay? And now let's compare pumpkin and spice. <laughs> you tell me which I'm going to disparage and which I'm going to embrace, uh, Mr. Know, Lagerman. 
Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is it actually turkey bacon? Like oh, yeah. a baked bacon? Yeah. 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 Or is it turkey and bacon? No, no, no. no. Turkey it's bacon. Turkey bacon, but turkey it's in bacon. like little pieces. Delicious. Yeah. It is now, delicious. Now, I Real will moist. say, now, if you're going to if you're gonna have me compare turkey bacon to regular bacon, there's no comparison. But in these little uh, tiny flecks and pieces, it's just a, 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 a nice little touch in there. It's almost like a meat spice. There. I, mm. I'll put it in terms that you can understand. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing you out, Jeff. <laughs> He's just wearing. You. Oh, don't bring a knife to a gunfight, sir. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Oh lord. Okay. Oh, here we right. go. It's all. Anyway. it's all downhill from here. No, no, there's, there's no doubt. You know, I like it. You've got, you've got about twenty five minutes for a rebuttal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well. We're gonna no, break. I, work on it, son. Three, I've only got about three minutes because I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you guys do the updated weather yep. tides and wrap things up. Yep. But uh, but I had to get that in there because I'm like, Kirk's sitting there doing the Kirby Field Builders cooking tip of the week, and there's like no criticism. No. It was, it was delicious. It's delicious. Absolutely delicious. Actually, the guys have actually gone in for seconds. I had seconds. Yeah, yeah. Chris had seconds. Yeah. Uh, you bet I did, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, again, Jeff, what's what's on the agenda? When you when you get off the phone, you're going to finish a cup of coffee, and and you can't – I mean, you're not going back to that field, are you? No, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to give it a couple days on okay. that field and then a few of the other fields. But uh, i got a few more that uh, that are up on the hills that uh-huh. we can get to and then kind of get all the stands adjusted, trimmed. And, uh, you know, and that'll, that'll keep us busy for the day. And then hopefully uh, tomorrow get a satellite dish mounted. And then, you know, sometime next week get some fertilizer delivered and, and then get the, the seed delivered and then, yep. you know, just – find the right time to plant. You know, typically we plant up here in Georgia. I try not to plant before the 20th of September. It's just kind of a, yeah. it's a date that gives you to worry. It's not going to get super blazing hot. And if it does, it's for a short period of time and it's not going to kill the stuff that you plant. That's mm-hmm. right. And I think our opener for gun season, what is it, Kevin, around the 2021st? 21st, 21st, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, that'll give a month of growth to allow the food plots to actually start attracting the deer. You know, so hopefully we have, you know, I mean, like farmers are in a precarious position. They're always praying for rain, but not too much, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so we've had over five inches of rain in a short period of time the other day. And so things are pretty wet right now. So you'd like to have a period of time where it's going to dry out. But then before long, we'll be begging for rain again. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah. I know. So it's kind, kind, kind of the same agenda for us today and tomorrow and Monday, you know. Um, the, you know the, the, the stand check is number one. You know, go to, yeah. go to every mm-hmm. stand. That's right. Um, take chainsaws, you know. Pole uh, saw. Pole saw. Uh, make sure all the straps, are, you know, take extra straps, replace straps, and make sure your, your shooting lanes are good. And then... Uh, I want to mow my clover plots down and herbicide them uh, sometime sometime next week. I give them two or three days of growth coming back and uh, and, and get those herbicide. And uh, it, my biggest thing, also Jeff, probably on Monday is is I want to start putting some cameras on my bow stands. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I I mean, I, I've, I've obviously you know I have posted a lot of pictures of of the deer that we have, and now it's time to. Um, Figure out where where they're coming from, where they're going to, and 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 see if see if any of them are going past my bow stands. Yeah, see if the acorns right. are dropping, and if they're not, help them out a little bit. 
Yeah, I, I think it's a little early for for the acorns to be dropping down. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's a little it's, early. It's a little early. The one thing that people can do, and I sent you guys a picture of this because right in front of me on the edge of this field, there's a. I got a patch of wild persimmon, which is pretty neat. You know, yeah, it's wild that. persimmon, and then and then right underneath of it is wild plums. Mm-hmm. And so, if you can find those places that have some wild persimmon or some kind of fruit. Uh, boy, for a bow stand, it, it's tough to beat those places. Yeah. Well, you got the pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be dead if uh, if there was a pumpkin spice tree. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, we know where to go get Longman. Oh, boy. <laughs> that, that's good stuff. All right, buddy. You, you have a great right, weekend, boys. okay? Good, right. good, good right, talking to you. Yeah, y'all yeah, be man. safe right, up there. Yeah, all right, let's take uh, our last break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. When we come back, we'll do an update on the uh, tides and the weather. We'll be right back. You knew we had to play this. Absolutely. Come on, everybody, if you know it, sing along. <laughs> I really do appreciate, appreciate it. You're sitting here. Your voice sounds so wonderful. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna miss Jimmy Buffett. Welcome back to the Nimbic Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Right now we gotta do a another round of brew. Weather and the tides. Don't we get drunk and sleep? Weather report. Everybody. Everybody. Uh, okay. And brought to you by the bearded pig, as in the weather. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, rest of today, northeast winds 15 to 20, 5 to 7. Woo! Tonight, northeast 10 to 15, 5 to 7. Getting Sunday, up. yeah, man. Uh, Sunday, northeast 10 to 15, 4 to 5. And then Monday, backing off a little bit east, 5 to 10, 3 to 4. Tuesday's the day. Tuesday, east wind, uh, yeah, Tuesday and, and Wednesday. Wednesday looks really good. Northwest Wednesday. winds at, 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 at five. So you might be able to ease down the beach and, yep. and check the mullet run out. Surf will be up. Boy, the yeah. surfers will be out in mass. Oh, my gosh. Gosh, Wednesday. are you kidding me? Wednesday Wednesday's going to be the day to, Shark to surf. Two hurricanes go by. There's a groundswell out there, folks. Yep. Just believe it. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Tides brought to you by Angie Subs, the best sub shop right there in Jacksonville Beach at the corner of Pimmon and Beach Boulevard. If you're looking to get your grub on today for the mm-hmm. football today and tomorrow, mm-hmm. go over there and get you a whole platter, yeah, man. LSU, FSU tomorrow. Oh, wow, son, man, that's going to be a good game. Son, come really on, game. come on. Anyway, you've had a low tide at 4.40 a.m. this morning. You've got a high tide at 11.12, and I think we talked about that would be in, what, a 5.6? Yeah. So you can look at that at being almost a seven-foot tide, yep. folks, with the swell and the wind blowing. Um, it's so, going to be up there. It is. It is. Um, so you can – And by the way, 
because of all of this and, and the weather that just went by, look out for debris. Yeah, definitely. Kevin's right. You With know, all this wind and this high water, there's yep. stuff broken through from and, these and, docks. And, and you know as well as I do, when it's blowing northeast, it's got a hard chop on it, and it's it's it, you don't see something until you get right on top of it. So well, stuff coming careful. in from the ocean, both right. north and south. You know, the Gulf Stream follows from, from south to north, and so all the debris that's down in the south end of Florida that's broken loose from uh, the last couple of days – Watch out when you're running, man. Yep. Don't run wide open, you know. Don't nope. don't be that qualified captain, you know, that gets <laughs> videotaped going doing something stupid. Speaking of qualified captains, let's go talk to Lester. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Did we really say that? We did. Qualified? Yeah. Qualified. How you doing? How you doing? Hey, I'm uh, doing great, guys. I want to tell you, I ran into Sheephead Tom's brother at the boat ramp the other day, and... Um, he had gotten some T-shirts and said that they didn't fit. Oh no! I guess the shirt shrunk in the hot water. Or... Oh, 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 that's that's the excuse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he said, "Can I trade these yeah. for some bigger ones?" Yeah, and I Chris, said, "Look, I used to wear a large. We don't. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it, the shirt <laughs> shrunk. I'm telling you, those said, larges. They don't yeah. make them as big as they used to. That's right. I said, now brother, pass me that really. pizza. Got, got nothing to do with my belly. Yeah. Can I?" <laughs> I have another Coors Light. You know, Lester, Lester, it's really bad yeah. this week, right? And and, and, and hurricane weeks are, are, are really bad for the waistline. But when when your wife kind of looks at you and she's like, um, don't don't go out of the house with that T-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, really? what? What? I'll pull it down. <laughs> Hey man, I, I'm not kidding you. I, if it, if there's anybody to complain, that Tom can take Doug. He's the complaint. If something minute, he's gonna let you know about it. So, how far that is to be true is, is uh, the shirts are probably fine. It's all Doug's fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you, you go. You know what I mean? Yeah, Doug. He, I love him to death, but if there can be a complaint, Doug's gonna do it. One of one of those guys. I, uh, yeah, I love him to death. Though. Good fisherman, too. But uh, Ke- I, nobody on the show knows it, but I, I'll fill you in. I called Kevin, Casey Kevin, the day before the hurricane. And I was like, Kevin, man, there are six-foot faces on these waves, and it's slick as glass. Just, man, surfers would have loved to. I was a quarter mile south of the gate station working. Right. And uh, just gorgeous. And then... Uh, Kevin, the day after the tournament, uh, I mean, the day after the tournament, I'm still thinking kingfishing. The day after the hurricane, pulled up to the job site at 7, about 10 after 7, and it was literally, you could have skipped the rock a thousand yards. It was just slick as glass, just low tide, just barely a little wave hitting the beach at right. all. Did- and uh, we, we were watching some pody. Right. Go ahead. What? No, I did. We, we were watching. Go ahead. No, you go ahead, Lester. Go ahead, bro. Uh, uh, about, I don't know, 400 yards offshore was a huge, an acre of pogies just out there just going nuts. And Dave and I were standing there watching them, and dude, it was like if your eyes could take pictures, brother, as big as they grow, skyrocketed, King Mike, uh, King, right? I mean, just boom, come out of the water, six, seven foot, just gorgeous. Wow. And both of us looked at each other like, did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. Huh. So we're sitting there watching, and daggum, man, it 
a minute, minute and a half went by. felt like second. Another skyrocket. And I was like, God, man, if we were out there fishing now. But you're talking about beautiful twice in a row, man. Just That's cool. Good Lord, let us see. Oh, it was so awesome, guys. I wish everybody could have seen it. Did you, did, you see very, did, did you see very many tarpon in them? <clears throat> nope. Nope. Sure didn't. I'll be dead gum. Yeah, it's, I sure didn't. It was, it was weird. The, um, and, and, and this will change it, but Kirk, we kind of went into a law yeah. with the tarpon fishing. That, that, that first two weeks of August yep. was, was really good. I mean, well, actually, I shouldn't, all summer, right. the tarpon fishing has been good. And, right. and, and then we, we I, I don't know. That's that rollover. I guarantee you that yeah, cold right. water That's moved about in. about the time it did. Yeah. And, and the king fishing went it's the same way. Be. Yep. Yeah, it had to be, Lester. I mean, the king fishing was wide open on the beach. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was on fire, and all of a sudden, it was like somebody hit a light switch. We had one more, two more days of it, and then nothing. Yeah, even offshore nothing. Yeah, I mean, Kurt, yeah, yeah. Kurt, you got it. You got it. It's got to be what because you know Kevin mentions the tarpon. You know, and before I've been down there by the gate working on houses and called Kevin. You know, man, the tarpon. Right. We have not seen a tarpon. I've been there for two weeks now, and we have not seen a tarpon. <laughs> In the pokey pod, that, 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 that's that's amazing. That's it, you know. Now this uh, uh, this this, this nor'easter will start that that migration, so all the fish that are to the north are, 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 are going to come by us. But I was just curious. So I went. Um, I guess it was it was when yeah it was Wednesday afternoon. Totally cabin fever, right? Right. Um, watching too uh, much TV, and I told Carrie, so I, I, I'm just I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna load fancy up, and and I, I'm gonna I want to ride down to the boat ramp just to see what's going on. And this was probably, you know, three or four o'clock, four o'clock in the afternoon. And and let me tell you, bro, that tide was out. Yeah. I mean, like way out. Wow. I was, you know, because, you know, I, I guess the, the, the backside, it, it was blowing either south or southwest very, very, very hard. Right. At that time. And it still had another hour. I looked at my my tide chart. I mean, it was. I it, love it when it gets real low like that. You get to see so man, much stuff, there's man. there's so much stuff. And it's funny. Let's you do. Ch- Chip and I were talking about it. I mean, if you. If you want to learn spots, even if you want to learn the spots that hold fish, you know why? Why? Why are they holding fish? Right. It's amazing when you mm-hmm. when you go out on that tide and and look at those pieces of bottom, especially on the the main intercoastal that that you like to fish. You'll see, you it's it's all live bottom. Yeah, it's it, it you know it's yep. it, it's it's something different yep. than than mud. You yep. know, here's the uh, report That's that right. the North Florida Dive Club posted. On August 19th, first comment is 21 bottom, 20 foot of viz, cold thermo, very dark due to particulate in the water, 100 foot line, which is the 100 line, worse thermo, 87 degrees on top, 68 degrees on the bottom, 5 foot of viz, 9 mile, decent viz, very light thermo, 7 miles, crap, strong surge, lots of particulate. (laughs) So I mean, if you think it's eighty two, eighty seven on top, and it's sixty eight on the bottom, yeah, that's huge. Yep, and 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 the other thing, let's run those that, fish that, off. That's a true sign of that is that they started catching cobia. You know that there's a thermocline mm-hmm. when 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 people start catching cobia. But yeah. I mean that that tarpon fishing and king fishing went to crap, crap. Yeah, it did. They were gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yep. it, it's, it's unbelievable. Maybe I'll start seeing them here in the next week or so, and you'll get a good phone call. From we'll, get, we'll get one, we'll get one more run. We'll get one more good run of tarpon and <laughs> yeah. kingfish. Yeah. I, I don't know about the kingfish, especially yeah. the first nor'easter usually blows them out. Now, 
Now, here, here's the deal, and I've talked to Paul Dozier about this. Nobody fishes the beach in September. I dang sure seen no. them this week, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, nobody nobody, nobody goes, goes and slow trolls the beach in September. You're, you're probably right. They're probably there. If you could um, get a good day like yeah. you were talking about, Wednesday. where you get two or three days of southwest wind, west wind, and then go southeast, yep. son, you'll mm-hmm. catch them. Yeah. I uh, believe you will. Yep. Yeah, and, and there was danger of big one at the gate this past week, buddy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, he was just looking at you, Lester. Go see you next year. <laughs> yeah. Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen. I'll go for that. Hey, well, God bless, guys. Have a good weekend. Go yeah. Noles. Yep. Yep. We'll see you. See you, buddy. <laughs> yep. Bunch of damn football fans. There's, What's wrong? You with know, let's just all be Jag fans, Chris. You know, come can we on, all just let's be, go. Yeah, yeah. Can we all, let's go. Can't we all be yeah. friends? Can't we all be friends? <laughs> come Monday, uh, I'll be feeling all right. It's going to be a good weekend. There yeah. you go. That was a, that was a nice little drop in there. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, yeah. I like. And that, that by the way, that's a really good song. Rest, that was one of his rest first. Rest in yeah. peace, Jimmy. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Poor, poor old Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I truly enjoyed his music for as long as I can. Remember enjoying music. Yeah. And the attitude. And the attitude, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you always seem to be a lover of all folks and 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 always seem to give out, you know. So it's, it's good to, you know. He, le- yeah, he, he, I he mean, left he, a good he, legacy. Let's he, put it he, that uh, way. Again, some of his songs are about what we do and yeah. who we are. Oh, you know? absolutely. I mean, it's, so it's all cool. Yeah, very cool. All cool. Going to be a good weekend. It's going to be work weekend. I've got uh, – Mr. Mullethead, a.k.a. Paul, and um, it's, it's going to be his first year hunting with us. Yeah, put him so, to work. Yeah, make him sweat. Him, oh, yeah, we're going to make, make him sweat today. Yeah, Roger and I are going up, and Carrie and I and the dog are going up. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's an exciting time of year. It's something that we truly look truly look forward to. Yeah. Hopefully get a couple dove hunts in. Yeah, you, you know, uh, both season. Most season opens up next weekend. I've already looked at the weather, and I'm not going to go sit if it's 90 degrees. Yeah, it's too hot. The cool thing is, Kirk, I, I don't have to anymore. Yeah. You know, I'm, 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 I'm going to pick my days and, I'm with you. and, and uh, you know, check check my cameras and, and enjoy it, but I'm not going to go sit when it's 90 degrees. and Buggy, man. What, 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 what they it call, ain't a race, baby. What, yeah, that's right. What they, what they, they, they have these winds called light and variable, Chris, and it's miserable. That's yeah. what it is. Hot and gross. <laughs> yes, folks. Not light and variable, hot and gross. Team Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Ruder. Also has some fine sponsors. Angie Subs, Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Construction, Coastal Equipment, Consignment Boat Sales, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, LV Hires Inc., Ring Power, Standard Feed and Seed. And by the way, if you need fall seed, folks, call Frank up at Standard Feed and Seed. Uh, Strike Zone, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling. Wayland Bay Marine, Randy Marion Cadillac, Wild West Guns of Gold, Shimano, Kirby Co. Builders, Inc. And uh, you got soccer plans this weekend? You, you uh, no? They have a soccer game tomorrow. Are you they going? They play FSU. Really? They play FSU yep, tomorrow? Yep, they play Florida State. Is tomorrow. it on TV? It'll be on ESPN. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. The girls are ranked number one in their division, so so far they're doing pretty good. That's, that, that's good yeah. stuff. For Captain Kirk Waltz, Mr. Chris Wayne, I'm Captain Kevin Favor of folks. Remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. And, by the way, go to our Facebook page, and uh, and uh, if you can donate to Red Cross for the folks over on the West Coast, please do so. Y'all have a great weekend. See you. See you. And enjoy that pumpkin spice. Now listen to one show and then you